This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash hidden, H-I-D-D-E-N. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So, no strings attached. We're giving you a free book. You've heard us talk about how much we love Audible. Go give them a shot. And once again, promo code HIDDEN for audibletrial.com slash hidden. As always, we are sponsored by Illuminatus. Their pre-rolls are made like no other pre-roll out there. And they come in a sativa and indica blend offering a discreet and satisfying experience every single time. Illuminatus products are always guaranteed to meet all government testing standards, so check them out at IlluminatusBrand.com and on Instagram at Team underscore Illuminatus. We're good to go. You're listening to the number one malicious harassment podcast in the universe. They're coming for us, folks. <laughs> They're finally coming for us. They really, uh, YouTube hit us again. Again. They, they denied our first uh, appeal and then well, so the struck first one, down another video. The first one, we, we kind of like tattled on ourselves like a serial killer who thinks he's too slick and is going to get away <laughs> with the crime. So he's like, well, officer, have you considered him as a suspect? And then they immediately figure out, like, oh, you killed them all, didn't you? Yeah, we uh, we got too big for our britches, I guess. No, it's, uh, the the videos getting pulled don't entirely make sense. I'm not going to bore everyone with it, but uh, to say if you're here because our episode isn't up on YouTube, it's because we're not allowed to put episodes on YouTube for the time being. Yeah, we Um, got, now we've, we've seen this coming, so we have, we have plans in motion. We Picked a good time to set up our backups. We do. Yeah. We have a website. I set up a website a few weeks ago that we just haven't talked about or pushed or linked anywhere. We're gonna start putting videos up there. Uh, the Patreon, which once again free, we're we're not asking for money at the no. Patreon. You can go over there and watch the uh, the extra episode a week. It's the only way to beat YouTube at its own game. So uh, our videos are gonna be popping up. Different places, Rumble at some point. Um, oh, God, I'm going to get so <laughs> many fucking phone calls. There, we also talk Ugh. pretty good shit about Rumble in an episode not too, too long ago, so that'll be fun. Look, if they want to be the free speech platform of the future, they're going to have to let me talk some shit. Because so, I also have said fuck YouTube. That's true. Maybe I, that's what got us in trouble. Here's my problem. I spread it out evenly. I don't single out anybody, so how... How can you be hit for a specific instance when we do this to everyone? That's is that's equity. Well, the right thing to do, we of course blame Corey Good and David Wilcock for this. I mean, it's definitely them. It's I I think I've I've made this point before, but the fact that David Wilcock claims to be an alien and he's a psychic, right? And he's uh Edgar Casey. Corey Good, savior of mankind. Military man. King of the blue chickens. 
both these guys pretty anti-government and anti-censorship until it's and someone who says some shit they don't like. Until someone points out their fatal flaws. Yes, until uh, someone comes along and calls them a couple fucking homos. Now, they have not posted anything in over a month each. They've been too busy getting us taken down. I mean... <laughs> What it, the the evidence proves it. We know Corey Good does have a private Facebook group that has been used, at least according to other people. See, I don't really have to hedge my bets now that we're getting kicked off YouTube. I yeah. don't give a fuck. That's what they don't understand. They've created a monster. Yeah, we've been we've been pulling punches slightly. But apparently not enough though. Apparently <laughs> not enough. Apparently get... not as much as we thought. We weren't quite throwing the fight. It's still wild to me that none of the earlier episodes are what's getting tagged. It's the newer shit. I knew it was going to be when video started. We said some wild shit in some of the earlier episodes <laughs> where if, if they struck us on that for malicious harassment, I'd be like, eh, all right, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, for the next strike, I'm just going to send them links to videos on YouTube that are way worse than what we're getting hit for. We'll just send them links to Corey and David. But today's not about Corey and David, although it is uh, Space Weirdo Friday. It is indeed Space Weirdo we've Friday. Got, we've got someone new in... New to both of us, actually. So I heard about uh, this guy, Andrew, I think it's Baziago. He says it weird. He'll say it in the video. But Sounds like a thief. I originally heard about this guy listening to two other space weirdos talk, and they brought up a man that was half dolphin. And uh, Which half? Well, <laughs> so that's the thing. I took it to mean the same thing. I thought it meant... Like he was... Uh, like a minotaur. Yeah, yeah, but dolphin. Yeah. I think it means he has dolphin DNA and can breathe underwater. How does that make him half dolphin? I don't know. But disappointingly, when I set out to find a, a episode about him, it seems like he may have uh, done what David did with Edgar Casey and kind of push it to the side. Buried that one, realized it wasn't going to work. Not Look, a lot of content about him being half dolphin out there. The In bit, fact, none that I could find. The bit wasn't sticking like he thought it would. So this is uh, this is him talking about the advent of time travel and teleportation technology. So his, his whole thing is Project Pegasus. He, uh, well, he'll go over it, I think, at the beginning of this. But basically, think Corey Good's story where he was taken as a child, except in be instead of being an intuitive empath, he was used for time travel and teleportation projects. Word. The weird thing about this guy, credentials appear to be legit from what I've looked through. And by that, I mean, he is a They're lawyer. Real. He's, yeah. he's like a licensed lawyer. Okay. He, hasn't been disbarred. He has a history degree from UCLA. Okay. And I think he's got like three other degrees from... Legitimate colleges. So he's massively in debt. And he <laughs> had to come up with a crazy <laughs> fucking story. He should have time traveled to when loans were better. Uh, he's probably thinking about that now. So uh, Interest rates were so low. He he speaks semi-eloquently, too. I don't really know. Uh, he's one of those weird guys where he comes across as intelligent and not, not that nuts, except for some of the shit that comes out of his mouth. He's Sidney Powell, not... Uh... Yeah, yeah, not Linwood. Not Linwood, okay. So let's okay. Uh, let's get into this. Bishago. Bishago. I'm a lawyer uh, admitted at the federal and state levels in the state of Washington. He's wearing a sick Hawaiian shirt. Years. Boogaloo boy on My the loose. Tonight Some khaki pants. Titled, uh, Project Pegasus He's in full of time old man at the barbecue attire. 
I'm going to be speaking. Oh no, he's breaking out the PowerPoint. I was one. Oh no. Oh dear God, his PowerPoint is wigging out on him. <laughs> That's not a good start. How'd that happened. No. Another non-ordinary effect. Scalar weapons. Oh, I just saw a slide called 9/11. <laughs> Fuck yes. Well, Stargate. You this is end great. Up, you gotta end talk. up somewhere. All right, we're going over a lot of good like shit today. Maybe David should do this. Fuck David. Just play the entire <laughs> slide first so we can figure out where he's going to start getting boring. Go. Fuck okay. the Sphere Being Alliance Boy, as a record like label and a crew. Oh, man, am I bad? Get back on the mic? Um, diss tracks. Oh, no. That is how we started. People don't know this. That was one of our early starts is diss tracks. It's true. Children who were brought into DARPA's Project Pegasus in the fall of 1969, which for most of us was... Hell, yeah. Brian this dude talks like a history teacher. was mine. He, um, as one he's America's got the, the measured cadence of a lawyer. Yeah, he doesn't sound insane. American child Which is more dangerous. Kind of looks like Jim Gaffigan. All right, hold on. I stepped on that line. He, he said uh, he's the first American child to have teleported. So we're, we're establishing we're, his credentials. So just here. child. We'd send adults, though. Perhaps. The project Perhaps. I'm going to be describing for you tonight also, actually happened... Notice it involved the derivation. The bottom, and, uh, uh, the the bottom bullet point on this slide says that he took part in eight different forms of time travel. Why is he referring to himself in the third person? Because he's cool, I I guess. But like he's, and in fact, the whole slide in the first bullet point, he refers to himself as Andy. It's like someone else wrote this PowerPoint about him. His alternate personality wrote it. He wrote it in the future. Testing and training of the human factors involved in the development of specific time travel technologies. Mm -hmm. This umbrella program under DARPA represented the... His calmness is off-putting. ...saying something very specific. Yeah. It makes me more uncomfortable that he's saying things this calmly. It emerged in a specific historical context. I'm going to be articulating what that context was. And I'm going to be doing so from the perspective of... But he is setting this up like he's making his argument in the court. The time of the yeah, of those I mean, yeah. I'm going to show you the evidence yeah. that I definitely time traveled. Feasibility of time travel. <laughs> I don't have evidence, it's but I'm going to show it to you. <laughs> you must acquit? I don't know. A lot of it has been scripted to deceive the public and other world governments about what was actually achieved by this particular project. If I hired a lawyer I a and I Googled him and he was giving a presentation on so how we time traveled as a child, of the Ralph M. I'd be pretty bummed. <laughs> I'd be pretty bummed for my, my freedom to be riding on this man. So I'm saying something I wonder how much law he practices specific, currently. Concrete here. Probably not a lot. Because I feel like a, an opposing lawyer would just like use one of his videos in court. I guess we'll find out if we get another season to this. It's reduction to practice. Malicious harassment. epoch of civilization. It's not a bad name for another By show. That, I mean, basically, <laughs> the I, that, there's all sorts of names we, we can come up with. That educated us and so forth. In other words, the modern world, as it were. Because into that intelligence funnel, DARPA was placing ancient experimentation with time travel from the Babylonian, the Sumerian, the Egyptian civilization. We've been time traveling all the way back that far? Well, so this is, this is something I didn't quite get when I was initially watching this, uh, just to make sure it wasn't going to be fucking awful is he talks about how we've been time-traveling since the late 60s, but then he brings up time-traveling technology from the Sumerians, so it's like... I think he said we were going back in time. 
to steal their time traveling technology? I don't I don't entirely know. That's what I was trying to figure out. UFO crash retrievals okay. to ET human liaison projects that were la- that were launched uh, before, during, and after World War II. It was putting what it called foreign technology from the Nazi, German, and Soviet Russian experimentation with time travel. Mm-hmm. And it was placing it kind of sounds the ideas like and technologies of leading technology. Yeah, a little bit. Not quite as Jewy. Tesla, <laughs> T. Thompson Brown. Joking. So we're no. talking about... <laughs> Not anymore. We don't have to say that, that anymore. Assembled all I mean, he is a Jew. I can't be joking about that. To give the United oh, States is he? Government I don't know. His last name's Stein. Exploration no, it's Basiago. <laughs> oh, I saw Ben Stein. Oh, oh, oh yeah. No, that dude doesn't so have a yarmulke on. There was an old episode of uh, Opie of and Anthony and where Ben Stein was waiting on the phone while they were doing an ad read. This is back when they were like, I think just in Boston. Mm-hmm. They were doing an ad read for uh, some local company and their tagline was like, we chew down the prices. <laughs> and Ben Stein came on and he's just like, you chew down the prices. Like, no, no, that's not what we said. And then they got into a fight. Uh, that's good stuff. Today I'm... I'm na- I've named my truth campaign about time travel and about teleportation. His truth campaign? All of the promise mm-hmm. and promises and dangers that they hold and their true history and what they had learned. Couldn't they just rewrite the it, though? Be like, oh, no, he figured it out. Left office in 1974. It's constantly the problem with time travel. we got to edit the script. Public advocacy campaign. Project Pegasus, really for two reasons. One is I want to own it because I was placed in it involuntarily and subjected to some pretty awe-inspiring and terrifying experiences. The other is... Well, then that I'm sounds like you had a good project, time. And I'm the only person still on the project that I know of. I'd, I'd like to hear Unless what the downsides of time traveling are, which I suppose I'll get into, but... You end up a loser like this dude. <laughs> yeah, he's got a fucking history degree and a law degree. Yeah, and look where I got him. The defense advanced <laughs> yeah, in a weird fucking uh, Hilton ballroom talking about time travel to a bunch so of weirdos. David got there with like $10,000 investment. Yeah. Because I think the United States should lead the world in establishing a system of global public teleportation. Well, that sounds reasonable. Do that, if we don't I mean, it's just like managing the fucking air traffic control and shit. To agreements with other countries in how to operate that, that uh, system of global public teleportation. A rogue country or criminal organization or terrorist group or even a private cartel of some kind Ooh. could do so and it could use... I like the idea of, uh, of the, the Sinaloa so cartel developing teleportation technology to move bricks. I was about to say, that'd be the most efficient form of trafficking you could come up with. Do you know how much money you could make if you could just teleport bricks Why? to yeah. the East Coast? That's true. They, they wouldn't lose any product. That's, that's 70 grand a kilo. All right, get Chapito on the phone. Yeah, we don't need you two. We got teleportation <laughs> brick money now. And will in 2020, 24, and 2028. You thought the tunnels were cool. No, fuck. That's how El Chapo got out. There was a time machine in that toilet. He teleported? Yeah. That to happen, even if I don't win the White House. Oh, okay, now what? how could I forget? This man ran for president. When? Uh, 2020. Oh. I think didn't go very well. I think 2016 as well. No, he got uh, 0.0% of the vote. He got one vote. I'm not even sure he got. Well, yeah, well, he, he voted got, for himself. <laughs> he got himself. Unless he's that big a cuck. I don't know if we allowed dolphins to vote, but half dolphin. So he got half a vote. Oh, okay. Hey, what are my half more than major I got. <laughs> goals in, in committing my life to this purpose? 
The first I'm so broke. <laughs> the people of I the really world, need to sell a book. Lived during and after World War II in this dramatic 70-year period of technical development that began with the research efforts during the war that ended the war, essentially, with the production of the and use of the atomic bomb. Need to know. We have a we have a right to know under the common heritage of humanity. Wait, do we have a right to know or a need to know? Very, uh, we need to have a right to know. Okay. The need to right to know. <laughs> Makes sense. During and after World time travel screws your brain up. I'm sure. The man's a fucking dolphin. <laughs> Give him a break. It's, it's amazing. He's. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Every 10 minutes, someone has to come out and throw a bucket of water on him. So fucking feed him with a fish. <laughs> yeah. All right, I do a flip. Do, do it. An attorney who has sworn an oath of attorney. Flinging mackerels. <laughs> as a practicing trial lawyer. Um, that the, the people of the United States have a right to know that you the constitutional that. protocols for which they select. Yeah, why do you have those notes if you're not going to use them, bro? Other major leaders have been undermined by an historical development that could not have been within the contemplation of the framers of our You think he made one of his, like, legal interns write this shit, and, and that's that why it's in the third person? That the government itself would develop... Uh, that's entirely feasible. Because this isn't something you'd give a paid lawyer. Ability to visit no, I'd, make, no. I'd make an intern do this. Or acquire Maybe that's what we gotta do. We gotta take down the system from the inside. We gotta, uh... We gotta invade one of these guys' speaking circuits. And I think we can knock David and Corey off. Uh, clearly, we're getting to them. Yeah, I think I think we can do that at this point. Uh, the fact that we've bullied two actual public figures into trying to do something to shut us up is hilarious. They've really ruined their career, and it's showing in how petty they're getting. Well, they're, it's they're, they're getting a little uh, self-conscious. I think it's very validating to me. I feel seen again. Yeah. Using their own logic, when someone tries to silence you, you're above the target. That's true. I wonder how they handle knowing that. They're hypocrites. That's how they handle it. They're fucking hypocrites. They're pathetic hypocrites. Because if, if we're the target and they're on us, that means they're the man. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're, they're in a position of power. And Batman was right. They became the villain. They, the very thing they swore to destroy. But in the time travel project. I mean, they are cowards. Listen, they go around everywhere with fucking bodyguards. They didn't want to show up to contact in the desert unless they had a personal security detail. <laughs> and that's, they think uh, they're worth the time. That's according to C.W. Chanter, who I believe is being sued by Corey. They do like to sue people. I think we might be the next ones added to that uh, Light Warrior legal fund, which... Go for it. What do you want to take? Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. I got a whole lot of nothing. You can't ruin our lives. We already did that. Yeah, beat you to it. <laughs> Joke's on you to protect the Constitution from the undermining of the presidential elections by quantum access from time travel. And He's accusing him of rigging the election, but not against him. Quantum rigging the election. <laughs> it really is just such a dumb buzzword at this point that they, they throw in front of anything. People think it's cool. That we may need There's an old video of a, a physicist talking with uh, Deepak Chopra. From the kind of and he, he just keeps asking me, he's like, do you have any fucking idea what the word quantum means? Like, he keeps saying it, but it doesn't make any sense in the context you're using it in. This is when you jump to hyperspace, right? Human future. So we have past, present, and future goals uh, in mind, but that's as it should be on a, in a time travel presentation. Of course. Okay. Those are the three elements of time, <laughs> last I checked. I think he, he calls himself like a... Part, I look at... Oh. Tesla, the Philadelphia experiment, and Tesla, Project okay. Pegasus. 
Um, He's something like a chrono traveler. Let me find what he calls himself. That sounds like a really weird tech blog. Nikola Tesla was indeed in possession of teleportation, not time travel, but Uh teleportation technology. Cool. At the time of his death on January 7th, 1943, at his... Uh, suite at the New York he also Hotel says he's a the first Manhattan. two planetary level he whistleblower. Was, he <laughs> he's blown the whistle there, on two planets, Mars and Earth. Uh, two shorts going to be devastated. Carnegie, stop calling him Carnegie. No, Carnegie. When Tesla was growing pigeons. He was raising pigeons for the last. Kind of sounds like a slur. Oh, chrononaut. You may recall that's the uh, term he uses. It's disgusting. by Thomas Edison. When Edison posted a, a reward to solve a particular technical problem. Yes, everyone knows the story. Tesla solved it, and then Edison and told him it was an American joke and didn't give him the money. The yep. And didn't yep. Him, I think it was a $50,000 reward. Poor Nikola. That's correct. He got fucked out of so much money. He was too busy trying to fuck pigeons. Scientist <laughs> Those pigeons were hot. And was immediately disappointed because he was... He does look like the kind of guy who... Attempt to fuck a, a wild bird. And creatively. I mean, maybe it was to figure out a secret to semiconductors. What's the biggest wild bird so you think you could fuck if you had, <laughs> if you had to? That would be my answer, too. It's on, Although, two, it's on two legs already. Emu? Emu might be better. They're the same fucking bird. As if his I don't... Creative, uh, emus are just confused ostriches. I'd have to look at which one has worse claws. Although, I guess you could really sneak up on the ostrich when it's got its head in the sand. Yeah, when he died that's what they do, right? Yeah. Were yeah, that's their whole thing. <laughs> racing to his uh, apartment suite there at the New Yorker to seize his paperwork and effects. They both had congressional authority to do so because when a resident alien dies in the United States... He was an alien, Congress all right. allowed their... their I don't know if he meant that. Did he actually mean alien or just foreigner? No, I think he just meant foreigner. Archives. He should really be more specific when discussing so time travel. In this using context, the term alien. In front of these people, yes. Yes, Tesla in reference to Nikola Tesla. No. Congress decided that that's what happens when you die without issue and without heirs in the United States, and you're not yet a citizen. And Tesla never naturalized into you. Oh, okay. He was talking about citizenship. Noted. He's not being racist. such great benefit to our commercial and military sectors of society. Now... What ultimately came out of his work sort of roughly... He doesn't have a flair for PowerPoint like David. Experiment that's been handed down he's, to us uh, for example, the he's much more like a college lecturer than he is a dynamic speaker so far. Yeah. But books that have he's memorized kind of sticking to the point. He's memorized a ton of shit. Yeah, I'll give him that. He memorized what he's talking about. He hasn't told us about his dream of getting molested by a karate instructor yet. So, well, how am I so gonna, far, so good. How am I going to get to know the man? Everything else, however, was changed. Let's talk about the location. You can't molest a dolphin. The Philadelphia experiment didn't Except start in the blowhole, I guess. I think you could, yeah. I think there's the ways you could. You just probably wouldn't enjoy it. Probably the attempt to use not teleportation, but another uh, time travel technology called chronovision. Oh, there you capture go. Capture the images of the signing of the U.S. Constitution. His chrononaut. Images that I myself saw. At a national security watch post in uh, kind of seems like he's just giving a different name to remote viewing. A little bit. The ship involved was not the USS Eldridge. It was a ship called the USS Martha's Vineyard. This the Martha's um, Vineyard. Is he talking about the, Montauk? Uh, the ship was I think not. He's talking uh, about Tesla. Mentioned in Philadelphia Naval Shipyard. Oh no, that, that is Montauk. Oh okay. They were not attempting to achieve radar invisibility of the Eldridge, as for example the feature film 
described. They were trying to use Tesla teleportation to ship to shift our ships out of the way of Nazi ship mines our after shift, the Nazi shift Navy our began ships. chaining their ordnance to the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. Can they there just were, steer them out a, the way? A, 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 a you would think that would be much easier. Yes, fused <laughs> into the hull of the ship. Instead of when the ship went back inventing to time travel, Virginia, but teleporting an entire ship seems there was one over the top. Now this 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 is where I start to run into issues. Is if given that the U.S. military had these technologies, both teleportation and time travel, why did we continue to dump billions of dollars into shit like the the SR seventy one or the stealth bomber to pay the deep state? Or do you think they just lied about spending that money on those? And those are just like uh, shitty car mod kits for normal planes that we use to they, make people think we actually developed those when in reality we're just using teleportation. I think they just embezzled the money. Because unless unless this is one of those weird things where only like carbon-based life forms can travel through the, uh, the time machine, which is something... That's true. I've heard that before. Uh, Emery Smith has brought it up before. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't even need the planes to carry the bombs, right? You would just need another, like, Stargate over the location you want to bomb, and you could just fucking chuck them through the teleporter. Can you just teleport the people away? Just, like, oh, yeah. shoot them into space? Too easy. Too easy? I'd be a that's big... not the way dolphins operate militarily. That, that, that's, not how, that's not their MO. I wonder if he was the one training, like, the attack Russian dolphins. Because, all right, so I got his bio off a website called joanocean.com and his bio doesn't mention shit about dolphins but the next two people both uh, Laura Magdalene Eisenhower mm-hmm. who I believe says she's the great granddaughter of that Eisenhower I would I mean I'd hope so there's Joan Ocean and then oh that's who it is it's Joan Ocean and like her boyfriend husband Jean-Luc not that Jean-Luc that we've talked about the before they both do research with dolphins. Okay. So I think I think my my Basiago dolphin connection is valid, even though I couldn't find supporting claims. But the fact that he's working with two people who are researching dolphins, the guy's also researching like cymatics in relation to dolphins or some crazy shit. That's very specific. I mean I'm assuming they're studying like the frequency and shit that dolphins speak at and what what those sound waves are forming. Probably. It's or, We're gonna have to dig into them at some point. This is a this is a really good or like a vein of crazy gold we can tap into. A really high frequency vibrator. <laughs> when the ship was brought back again, do they have that like cosmic vibrators? But to long four four twenty hertz. Oh, I meant like that speaks to like dolphin frequencies. Oh, I thought you meant like Hitachi Magic Wand vibrator. I mean that, but like with dolphin <laughs> vocal technology. A form of impalement in the. Uh, the bulwark of the ship. And um, while Albert Einstein had been consulted by the Navy Board of Ordnance in 1943 after his death, he was not on the ship. Nor was the brilliant, um, equally brilliant Hungarian mathematician John von Neumann. Oh, that guy. He died in 1954. Von Neumann is fucking be doing crazy smart. Project in the not Navy. that Einstein wasn't. So it wasn't the but... uh, uh, Eisenhower, excuse me, Einstein. Apparently, he was time travel smart. Uh, von Neumann was like the principles one of the greatest the mathematical minds of all time. I mean, he's got the name. 
were highly sensitive because of what they connected to, and this is it. They were J. Robert Oppenheimer and Edward Teller, two of the principal atomic physicists. Now, what okay. was the sensitivity of that? It linked Nikola Tesla, the Los Alamos physics community that produced the atomic bomb, right. basically theoretically imagined it, tested nuclear fission at the squash courts at the University of Chicago, designed what? the bomb in Los Alamos. He just said they the tested nuclear Alamos. fission at the squash tested courts? It. Some guy lost a game and was really right. fucking pissed. And then, um, All right, where? Threw the trigger to the island of Tinian from Los Alamos and then installed the bomb aboard the Enola Gay and dropped it <laughs> they calibrated the blast. We're going to get banned from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> we can't say Enola Gay anymore. Central I guess we just have to give it very thorough content. The Enola homosexual. Whatever it identifies the, the as. Enola non-binary. I don't, maybe it could be just like uh, the pitcher. Which, oh, Gaylord, Gaylord Perry. Perry. So after the war, yeah, that's, that's just his name. That really is. For a Hall of Famer. Yeah. That's not, rough. Not great. Funny to play with in MLB, though. Hilarious. Always funny to play with. As, Mostly because he was good. As a middle school kid, a guy named Gaylord was peak, peak humor. It was good stuff. I mentioned DARPA. DARPA is the Defense Advanced yeah, DARPA's Research cousin of frozen water. <laughs> it's essentially the principal think tank of the U.S. military. It develops weapons. It develops those creepy dog robots. Uh, it it does develop all the cool shit. And so forth. That like weird flea thing that can jump like four-story buildings. The one that they had do like that stupid TikTok dance video for. And I didn't see that. The robot dog. Of a believable no. nature. It's terrifying. Accepted nature. Those things have come a long way. You can like Wars kick those things and they auto and, um, like balance now. Yeah, man, they're horrifying. Oh, oh God. He's done it again. Tell your fucking PowerPoint to stop time traveling. I'm just pinching this. Another, another <laughs> instance <laughs> of a man who's apparently very well versed in hyper advanced technology so, being uh, unable to use PowerPoint. Betty wishes he went back in time to fix this. It, it makes... It, it's something to be considered, at least. The fact that these guys talk about literally traveling back in time. And they're like, I, I couldn't possibly use PowerPoint. This is beyond my scope. I mean, I'm sure his kids have to set up his like phone for him. You know, I used to time travel. Yeah, sure thing. I built a fusion reactor to travel back in time when I was 14. All right, Dad, give me your phone. What's your password? Yeah, shut up and sit in your Montauk project chair. Because... Why time travel somewhere if you're not going to gather intelligence, if you're not going to gather information? Thank you. So as much as I was an accolade, as much as I, I mean, I guess that gets rid of time travel vacationing. Sort of time yeah. Cadet or Which early, I think a bigger industry than using it practically. To be raised from but then you got to worry about douchebags going back in time, getting we drunk and interfering with the timeline. Well, you'd obviously have agents there like a Marriott. <laughs> you're not just going to let them roam wild. But what if I want to go like have a vacation when the period, when the dinosaurs are alive? You could do like a, a guided tour where you got the, the professional time traveler there to keep you in, in line I want, so you don't fuck up the future for everyone. I want like the 8,000 BC Airbnb I can go to. And just ride around on like velociraptors and shit. Yeah. I, know. I guess 8,000 BC we don't have dinosaurs. but All sorts of wild you, shit. You get my point. I go back and like stay at the inn that they kicked uh Jesus, Jesus out of? of yeah, yeah, like I'd go visit all like my historical monuments. That probably would be my move is I would go back to when Jesus was being born and I'd kill the three wise men and I'd take their <laughs> gifts and then the Bible would just be like, 
this awesome dude showed up and he had all oh, the gifts. He had all the gifts. <laughs> John oh. Johnson was really fucking popular with baby Jesus. Yay, and the three wise men were mugged on their way to <laughs> <Yeah>. Nazareth. <laughs> he, he wielded a magic stick that made booming noises. He was a stick-a-boy demon. Protect ourselves. Take a human life if we had to. No, you Give didn't. Information to yeah. Yeah. Fucking fat, short piece of shit. You know what? He also kind of looks like older we Pat Noswell. We were psychic spies. Yeah, we yeah. As, um, He's got the... We began oh, he wouldn't even turn his phone as, off. Oh, is that what that was? What are you doing? I thought this was going to be another case of our camera popping up. You want to check that really quick, make sure. So my yeah, joke It is hilarious that in the beginning of the last and, um, episode, we explained that we had to re-record because an emergency we warning popped up on the phone, and then the same thing fucking happened again. The phone betrayed me. Activities of the CIA as the time travel activities. Why would we need eight different technologies to do this? I And shouldn't there only be one? The only thing I can sort of think of is if you take compartmentalization of the different organizations, it's possible they were all working on some variation of this around the same time and kind of developed similar technology without letting the other folks know. Because it seems like there shouldn't be just various like models of the time machine. I don't think it's like a fighter jet. It would be more beneficial if they all just worked together and took like the best elements of what each of them had come up with. Well, it's like, we didn't really, like, we made bigger bombs, but once we figured out how to make a nuclear bomb, you're like, well, that's how you got to do it. And as much as, like, him going into the background of this shit is kind of interesting, I'm really more interested in his firsthand experience. Yeah, I already know most of this shit. Yeah, if you told me you had been to Mars, and then you just started talking about how rocket ships work, I'd kind of want you to hurry up and get to the part where you were on Mars. Yeah, the part that matters. Yes, the interesting part. That's he's uh, he's not quite as he's, deep into the circumlocution as David, but he's building his case. I get what's going on yeah. here. My dad was a 1951 graduate of Lehigh University, which in Utah, I imagine no has the, mm-hmm. the world's leading cool. electrical engineering programs, at least at the baccalaureate level. What baccalaureate? After graduating from Lehigh, oh no, Lehigh University is in Wyoming. Engineering Honor Society at a Capanier. But that is named after Mormon shit. Or am I yeah. thinking? Of, I mean, I don't know if that. I mean, yeah, I would assume that is. I don't. That's a very specific name to not be at least vaguely connected. An Air Force colonel. At least I only know one Lehigh. Isn't there also Levi and the Mormon? Yep. To work on the ramjet engine. To, to, These people always bring up what their fathers uh, did, the metal as if by which the it somehow carries over to them. I mean, I think it's the built into our DNA where we're supposed to think the blood is important. My dad installed air conditioning. Lineage is key. I know nothing about air conditioning. Which is ironic because they also think like bloodlines run the world. And it's like, well, then why do you always bring up your bloodline? It's, but their bloodlines are good and pure. True. They're not evil. My dad learned that those experiments went back to Tesla's famous day. Look, folks, the CIA was trying to get my dad for years. This year, the teleportation... CIA wanted his dad to develop charcoal toothpaste. <laughs> Look, the CIA wanted knockout first, but he wasn't going to give it to him. when I was six. All right, hold on, wait. Heard. Skip. I'm 56. I first teleported when I was six. Ooh. So he's been teleporting half a century. We've either had a half century or over a century of time travel cover up. 
Why did that, that Air Force colonel approach my dad at Okanite? He's trying to fuck him. At Okanite. Because in July of 1952, nine extraterrestrial... Hold on, if they approached his dad, didn't that mean they get permission to use him in an experiment? I think that's what he's getting at. Is his dad was a military man with... Uh, you but know. when he opened, he said that they put him in these experiments without his consent. Uh, he could mean the fact that he was so young that he really couldn't... Oh, consent. His dad did it for him? Yeah, his dad put him in there. Four, per hour. Thousands and thousands of miles per hour beyond what any of the planes in the world could do appeared above the skies of the most conspicuous political location on Earth. Not just above the United States, the world's leading... Oh, it's time out the shit over the Pentagon, lead, or the White House, yeah. dare say, leading country. Not only above uh, Washington, D.C., our national capital, but literally right above the Capitol building. It was reported on the front page of the New York Times and the Washington Post. Man, we really need some fresh drops so in the UFO community. These dudes are right. just recycling, re- <laughs> just rehashing everything. The ramjet, and that brought him into the sort of the classified... We're running out of material. I like his uh, dive into aviation. I went full autism last night. I smoked weed for the first time in a while. I just got really stoned, and then I was watching videos of, like, airplanes taking off and landing. I went full autism. You should download the flight simulator. In Project Pegasus, I kind of want to buy one of those, uh, but they're like no, five grand can, for the nice no, one. No, you can get like the video uh, game, the, the, the airplane simulator. That thing looks awesome. I don't want that. I want the computer one with the uh, fucking yoke and the, the I mean, yeah, controls. That, that'd be cool. If you doubt that Ralph M. Parsons I just assume it's hard. Guy oh. to help our government put together a Ralph Parsons has a crazy story, too. He was really into like Aleister Crowley and all that shit. popular at the time. There's three buildings, and the one, the whole large building on the on the third of the, the, the I think on the left Parsons the might be rocket dying. Classified defense. That would make sense. Or J. It, it might be JPL. Designed and built the MX missile it's, system where it was one of those two. Yeah. I mean, rocket dying was one of the OGs. Them from Soviet bombardment on, on railroad. And for those newer to the show, Consider we do we live across yeah. the street from rocket dying. We live literally across the street from rocket dying. Yes, we can throw a rock from our front door and hit rocket dying. And it'll be zapped by their electric fence. Yes. They did just build a new building. I wonder what a huge new warehouse at rocket dying. Well, cuz they got acquired by I think Northrop Grumman. Mm. So they're probably building some cool shit. It's leading Competitor. In fact, I wonder if they need a podcast. And John McCone of the CIA worked for Bechtel during World War II. <laughs> We're just going to go door to door offering people our services. Yeah, I'll go offer all sorts of military industrial complex people the pod. And when his ship was christened at Look, YouTube could have had these rights. Yeah. But they wanted to get frisky. No, they wanted space weirdos instead. <laughs> They're defending the people attack. They're defending predators. YouTube is defending. Look, in the long run. Intellectual predators. In the long run, they're going to regret supporting David and Corey much more than they would of us. Yeah, we never called for a fucking insurrection at the Capitol. We just but, talk about it. And just, yeah, we just theorized <laughs> how it would happen. Uh, plus, Perhaps too vividly. Plus, look, they can't knock me for being, you know, interested. But, I mean, Corey could get way worse from here. That story's just begun. I'm, uh, I'm just waiting for either of them to say something. I'm also kind of waiting for this guy to get to the point where he's time-traveling. The backstory's... You don't understand, though. His father in 1953, <laughs> oh, January 22nd, talking, talking with Spiro Agnew. Brad. All right, we're in Nixon. Of my first grade year. 
I was six years old, and we met this person. Dr. Harold M. Agnew. Oh, oh, there was more Different than one. Agnew. I didn't know there was more than one. Curtis Wright. There were two parentheses-shaped booms on the shop floor in Building 68. My dad had the technician turn the device on. A field of radiant energy began to move back and forth between these two elliptical or parentheses-shaped booms. And my dad explained that he was going to hold my hand and count of three. We were going to jump through this field of energy as quickly as, we, as possible. Hey, no father-son bonding time. Of light for a short period of time, which would then close, and we would find ourselves elsewhere. So it's a Stargate-type ship. So we did a couple dry runs. You know, you just this jump in like the deep end. Then dramatized in Fringe. Hope you end up somewhere good, I guess. Oh, great. Now he's citing fucking not TV shows. Chicago, took his young son I don't think Peter, these guys can help it. Andrew. Andrew, of course, being Peter. Look, at their heart, most of these dudes just want to write a sci-fi novel. I think this guy is also saying the characters from the TV show Fringe were him and his father. That makes sense. Not very creative screenwriting there, folks, but... uh, And And that's why I'm suing them. (laughs) They had done that. Because they weren't moving a meter per second, they would have been cut in half. They would have been dismembered and killed. Naturally. jump a meter per second. That's what he does to his enemies. And we did... And we found ourselves inside of a vortal tunnel in time space, basically a, a vortal tunnel, white holographic sort of tunnel, sort of undulating with roughly a triangular but almost circular periphery. But ultimately, oh, one of those circular triangles triangle. sounds pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Tesla statement about what really mattered. It sounds a little American horrifying, but kind of cool. Three, six, and nine. What do you know? The Tesla teleporter tunnel was really just a big, huge, fat triangle. And we All right. arrived. I don't exactly understand why that was pertinent. New Mexico State cap. He's he's uh, doing the thing where you give out as many details as possible, so it seems like you're not just making it up. I also don't think it's really a tunnel. No, it sounds like a triangle. If well, like if we're cutting through time space, I don't think that's a tunnel. A lot of these people also like no one seems to describe the time travel apparatus in a similar way. Like, well, there's uh, apparently eight different models. Emery Smith talked about, like, walking through a tunnel or some shit, and then it takes you out. The only thing they seem to be fairly consistent on is, like, the weird hyperspace you go through. Browns. I preferred the teleporting elepo- uh, elevator. That one was my favorite. Yeah. The teleportation activities then going on, because as my dad once explained, somebody at the labs, the Los Alamos National Laboratories, may see Laboratories. Something. What do we know now? The labs was infiltrated Yuck. by Soviet spies, including the Klaus Fuchs spy ring. Klaus okay, Fuchs? So they were literally... Yeah, he fucks up our spy ring. The nation's biggest atomic laboratory was developing teleportation and then teleportation-based time travel. So we made the time machine and didn't save any of the Jews? Because Lano itself was infiltrated We're bad people, by man. Jesus. By <laughs> I guess, how are we going to take their scientists if we're going to save them? We had to pick one, I guess. It's, so we were jumping into it's, the uh, it's a great dilemma, because if you're going to upset a historical event so great, there's death. going to be fallout. Although, maybe they had to. Another issue, if there was the fallout and you needed these scientists to develop these things, you could still go back. It's not like changing the past would affect the intellectual abilities of an Oppenheimer. You well, would just maybe have to direct him to the same place in a different way. Well, I would assume once he's already done the work, if he goes back in time to save them, how could he forget the knowledge? It, yeah, like, it, it, 
there's ways to correct the issues you would create. Well, and clearly, if we're using it this much, you can go back and change things. Doesn't seem like we'd waste all this time if you can't actually alter anything. I'm hoping he gets into that. Mexico State governmental apparatus there. And we drove up from Santa Fe to Los Alamos, which is north of Santa Fe, northwest of Santa Fe. Which exit we did you get off at? Uh, we time. took the <laughs> I-5, 322 <laughs> miles. We stopped at a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I had the chicken was. fried steak. It wasn't very good. Problem, so I'll do my best at what, what's written here. But We stopped at Pea Soup Anderson's <laughs> next. How did your trip go? And we're sitting, you know, you know that era, you're sitting in those wooden school chairs, <laughs> even in a top. Oh, he's going into a bed. With the, uh, the green upholstery, right? You know, the Kelly Green upholstery on those old wooden chairs. That's <laughs> in hilarious. In D.C. And, and Santa Fe and so forth. And in Los Alamos. And, and he said, how'd your trip go to my dad? And my dad said, my dad was from rural Pennsylvania, but he's really a clever guy. I mean, he was born on the kitchen table in Summit Hill in 1923. He was eating toast and apple butter jelly two meals a day as a 10-year-old. Why is what your dad was eating an important thing? He was eating toast and apple butter jelly, and therefore he knew how to time travel? I guess once you actually start time traveling, you no longer have any respect for little details, so you just have to include everything. That's how thorough you have to be to not fuck something up. Yeah, yeah. I respect the intent, but in practice, it's fucking ponderous. fast. And Harold looked up sheep. That would be funny if we figured out how to time travel, which was a <clears throat> and it just took all the fun out of it. Adult and children. It would have to, right? I mean, everything eventually becomes mundane, no matter how spectacular it is. Yeah. If you had shown me PlayStation Five graphics 15 years ago, I thought it was magic. But at this point, it's just part of the course. I would assume to not, you know, have the old butterfly effect. You probably have to do some math. And my dad said, "Yep." And he looked over at me and said, "So did my number three son." Andrew. And then Harold looked up at me with all that, you know, class of that generation, what Tom Brokaw called the greatest generation. He smiled warmly at me and said, how old? And we both said, my dad and I said, six. Okay, so that's an important conversation, I think, because it shows... Is it? Thank you. That was very important. ...between my sixth and seventh birthday, namely between September 18th of 1967 and my dad then let out a little bit of line for Harold to continue to read the, the prospectus and then said, have you tried it, Harold? And he looked up again and <laughs> smiled again like a Caltecher, right? That kind of scientific smile. He's not even getting a chuckle. And said, no, nope. but I want to. Now, if this individual had not, was administering a teleportation project but not, had not yet tried it himself, it must have been a pr- pretty recent accomplishment inside the defense technical community. That's an extrapolation from the facts, but I think it's a valid one. So I'm dating the advent of operational Tesla teleportation as probably a year or so before 1968, maybe a couple years, but no more. Certainly we can say that Tesla teleportation was reduced to practice by winter of 1968. Assuming he means just like functional. Yeah. Who was Agnew? Well, let's go back to his training. He was the prize physics pupil of Dr. Enrico Fermi, at the University of Chicago. Naturally. He was one of the advanced graduate students that manipulated the graphite rods in CP1. Those aren't the only rods he manipulated. (laughs) He's, uh, do you think he's just trying to establish credibility by talking about the people he was supposedly around during this time? Uh, It feels a lot like just lawyer, lawyer speak. He's just being so unnecessarily detailed. 
he's trying to uh, kind of lull the audience into just accepting what it is that he says. It's like a weird hypnotic induction. It's kind of like when they have too much evidence, but they feel they need to lay it all out, and you end up just overloading people to the point where it just doesn't matter to them anymore. It's just things that are, like, not at all really pertinent to what he's driving at here. Yeah, he could have covered most of these in a few PowerPoints. He could have just said there was a bunch of, like, legit scientists and then skipped to the part where the time traveling happens and then yeah. 9-11. I guess we should have known it was going to get superfluous when he was rewinding after fast-forwarding and went, oh, this is long. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is a two-hour presentation. I guess it could be just him trying to fill time. That's true. It, uh, he might he's, need to meet a, a limit for a speaking engagement. He paid for three hours, and he's going to get it, goddammit. Yep. Yeah, he talked about that, man. No, that's what your dad called you. To think up something so clever. Gay this or fat boy? Fat boy. We trusted to take the nuclear trigger from New Mexico to put it aboard. The nuclear what? Easy on the hard T word. science administrator. Of the time travel. It's going to get us another strike. Of course you'd need somebody like that. Time travel? No, what they don't care about that. <laughs> what if it got stolen by a private faction and you had people who were investing, you know, Bill Gates built his own time machine. If, if my grandma had wheels, she'd be a bicycle. Options. I mean, if time travel had existed as a public, a public capacity, as a, as a public uh, potential, Imagine all of the money in the economy moving towards Microsoft a day before its initial public offer. Yeah, he's going to blame Bill Gates. Okay. They so always do. He's really becoming the new George Soros. He's the fucking boogeyman. Well, they know. Do you think Soros is too old? Yeah, George Soros' time is limited. He's just the dude li- is... He's literally too old to pull these off anymore. I, I know we've looked it up a million times. What, he's 90? He's 90-something. Like, he's, yeah, he's ancient. they got to have a new boogeyman for when he dies. Because and if they don't, well, and Bill Gates is significantly richer. Oh, he is ninety. Not to cite a military base. And Bill Gates, I think, is like I want to say like seventy-three somewhere thereabouts. But he looks much better. You're going to know who's going to be president because he's not as evil yet. Oh, Jesus! Bill Gates is only sixty-five. Yeah, he's he's just in his second prime. That's kind of a rough sixty-five. I'm actually surprised by that. You know. Now that Jeffrey's gone, the, the adrenochrome disappeared. When you're depopulating the planet, that would be funny if they were all just jonesing. I almost bought adrenochrome this morning just to be funny. I've but looked it up before. You can buy it. You can buy it from, like, the uh, the labs website that I used to use. That would be hilarious if we got it and we're just like, oh, my God, this is incredible. It's $55 for 25 milligrams. Maybe it is incredible. That's really fucking expensive for 25 milligrams. Yeah, that's like that's like the price of gold. You could theoretically synthesize it from, uh, I think, norepinephrine. But the problem is it's not orally active. So, you, I mean, it is a waste of money. Like it so we'd have to smoke it? I don't think there's any way you could ingest it where it would cross the blood-brain barrier. What if we shoot it? Into our brains, maybe. <laughs> All right. I, Elon probably tried it. The Liberty ships were a very important part of the war effort. His former boss, Bechtel, and he and Parsons helping Bechtel, had helped the war. Well, then why did we use the nuke? Such an estimable That's what I'm saying. Like, we, we spent well, so much time developing all this other technology well, for war. You win the war. Although I guess he said it wasn't really I mean, being functionally used until 68. Obviously everybody who served it but if we had a time machine, we could have just gone back to before we dropped the nuke and then used the technology from the time machine to drop the nuke. 
Yeah, this is why it would help if one of these dudes had like a, a formula or something where it was like, no, the, the laws of time say that once you build the time machine, you can't go back either 20 years. The, the thing I've seen in like the physics community is were a time machine to be built, you wouldn't be able to go back further than the date of its creation. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. I don't fully before. understand the math behind that because I'm not smart. So. Uh, I think it's because it's an anchor point. They could really get out of this because the thing I've read is you have to have a time machine to be sent to. Yeah, you you could really get out of this though by just saying when you're sent back in time, you lose certain memories. Like there's there's some sort of selective amnesia that occurs when you travel back in time, so as to not upset the timeline. I mean, there's a lot of easy lies you can go with. I think Corey has said something similar about twenty and backs. He says you're, they they wipe your memory when you get back. Uh, time doesn't do anything. They also implant in you the ability to be a whiny bitch. Nah, that's why they recruited him. I was an intuitive empath and huge pussy and whiny bitch. <laughs> they, they thought I had commander material. I reported the blue avians for harassment. <laughs> I have 18 confirmed channel kills in my galactic war. He's got scalps. That's their YouTube play buttons. And utilizing a VDT like today's television sets and a keyboard like the keyboards emerging in Today's a keyboard like a keyboard. Yeah, we understand. Typer. Thank you. Types messages into that television set by which they can communicate with anybody else in the world who's on the system. Yeah, it's the internet. And my dad said, I kind of understand it, uh, John, but or actually they called him Alec for Alexander. <laughs> what? Alexander McCone. He said, I kind of understand it, Alec, but what about these suffixes? And he said, well, um, dot edu. How about you suck it on this dick? .gov means you're communicating with somebody at a government agency. Is he really breaking down the different website said, criteria? And He's and, relaying and said, the conversation that occurred between his father and someone system. else about the internet. Gets up from the, the table and says, but how do we know these, that, Alec? How do we write it from this these point? people just get, they get trapped in the, the fucking minutia and they can't find their way out. You see, I started a .gov website, but then I had to change it to a .edu because of, you know, regulations. Now, the thing about .gov, back in the day, .nets were only used for academic websites, but then in the future, anyone could get .net. Then my dad forgot his password. And then, so we had to do a password reset. And a password reset back in the day, yeah, it's just, you're talking about time travel. No one wants to know how you lost your fucking... Hotmail address. Unless <laughs> and I had to deal with customer support. Yeah, unless I'm going to find out the internet was time travel the whole time and I just didn't know it. That would be interesting. What if you could, like, email yourself back in time? That's the plot to an anime. Goddamn anime. Always stealing my ideas before I think of them. <laughs> you know how, though? Time travel? They traveled into the future. They're actually using it to hear me have that thought and then travel back into the past to utilize it. Let's say 20 years from now. I would learn what was right in front of my face or what anybody told me or what anything I could derive from anything I did. Man, these crowds are usually pretty sympathetic with the the laughs. I can't tell if it's It's just just they're not mic'd or he's that unfunny. I mean, we know unfunny people get laughs at these crowds. He hasn't really made many jokes, though. So, you know... Most, uh... I think those stories were supposed to be jokes. I think he just has no comedic timing. Kind of a starchy guy, but... 
Oh, okay. I thought he was calling on I someone for a Tesla. question. I'm a starchy guy too. Uh, Colorado Springs, 1899. Why? Why are you going back, back in time? <laughs> do, you, do you think? When my dad was asked, do you think that Hawaiian T-shirt is like his way of letting people know he's here to have a good time? Nah, he's a bugaloo boy. <laughs> he said he was magnetizing. This dude's getting ready for war. Or cylinders. He's got the AR tucked behind the projector. A billiards chalk. And they were coming out the other end. Now, how do you structure a boogaloo boy? Well, when I was talking with my father, he told me that I was on a .gov website. The first time on November 11th of 2009, I received. What if we report Corey and David were at the Capitol to the FBI? Yeah, let's lie to federal agents. Let's really get in trouble. They keep asking for tips on Twitter. I did call in a tip about false elections. There you go. I might have been a little drunk when I did it. (laughs) And I believe I said the Jews were going to uh, steal the election. Clearly, they they acted on our intel. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the reason. Yeah, we stopped the insurrection. I did my part by drunkenly calling Trump's hotline. To blame minorities. <laughs> I'll tell YouTube that next so time. Like, Tesla no, you don't understand. We reported this to the authorities. I'm one of the good guys. <laughs> and later to others that Project but my rights. US time travel Didn't program. we go to school with someone named Ode Jack Pruitt? Of gratitude to Nikola Tesla I think there was a Pruitt. Father. I don't remember if his first name was Jack. Jack Pruitt, who was one of Could the have been a time traveler. The Pruitts is how you know them. That's the, the title they use. That's actually just a code name like Bond. Yeah. And was a spin-off Pruitt. Of Pegasus. Jack Pruitt. <laughs> doesn't have quite the same punch. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't Dr. sound very Robert good. Beckwith, who when I was a child on the project, and then before his death in the 20 zeros. The 20 zeros? I'm starting to uh, dislike this guy more and more. Yeah. If I wasn't such a fan of dolphins, I, I'd be more upset. Maybe it's the dolphin part of him that's boring. Maybe Tesla by half dolphin, he meant like it was he was related to the, the place kicker for the Miami Dolphins. Oh, he just was on the Dolphins. That yeah, would make he sense. He was the ball boy for the Dolphins. <laughs> and they raped him? Yeah. yeah, that was the plot of one of the Ace Ventura movies. Is, it was the 70s. Is uh, Andrew time traveled. And Dan Marino did unspeakable things to him <laughs> in the... the Logger room. I'm surprised they haven't banned the Ace Ventura where the chick ends up being a tranny. And he's oh, like, Oh, yeah, which one is important? Is I don't remember which detective or I think so because that's like one of the Catholic big jokes in it. It's like, Oh, that's not exactly okay now. Pellegrino Ernetti. Uh oh, Catholic priest. Remember the order of oh, I know what happened there. Friars, the Benedictines. Maybe my dolphin joke wasn't so far off. doing research. At the Catholic University of Milan in the 1940s. The Catholics were researching this? And he was experimenting Catholics have a, a lot of scientific shit going on. They, they got like a whole astronomy department and all that shit. So everything's just camouflaged to hide their, their studies? Bingo. No science is not real. Don't look behind the curtain. Specialized properties. Like why do they soothe the soul? And why can they cure illness? And so forth. And why do they keep and touching my asshole? Microphone, <laughs> something that... Jamelli's father said to him, Jamelli, through the microphone, they, they were He's a black Italian guy. <laughs> His son, Jamello. Yeah. We would later call a form of quantum access. We're getting this non-local signal of the Chronovision. Hey, OSB. Jamelli's dad saying something. Jamelli, Jamelli, Jamelli. They then claimed that they got with Enrico How come we can't time travel via app yet? Time travel. And it's got to be coming. And by 1952, had a flat screen 
chronovisor image, a looking glass image of the crucifixion of Jesus of Nazareth. I saw no, we didn't. Footage cool. <laughs> in 1972 at Sandia, and I believe it was the actual historical Jesus. How so, much money would you pay to watch a pay-per-view of Jamali the crucifixion? And, um, so Minetti this has actually just been picked up as a plotline in TV show, too. This might have been before Minetti the TV never, show came out. Yeah, hold never. on. Let me pause this for a second and look at when this came out. This is January 19th, 2019 is when this got posted. Uh, it's going to be pretty close. So, um, uh, correct himself. Never. We do know these people uh, borrow from uh, been lying or well, media quite liberally. So in the show, they were building a device uh, that a would show you images of the past. And one of the ways they figure out they've like fixed it is they see Jesus be crucified. Which anime is this? Because there is no, one. This is a TV show on Hulu. Because oh, there is. There was something based on like the the Montauk project. Based, um, like Project Looking case, Glass. Ernetti and Gemelli. I don't remember the exact name, but it was with the. Uh, it had the dude from Parks and Rec in it. Based on an Aziz Ansari. I wish. <laughs> no, I the the white guy, Ron. Burgundy. I forget the name of the actor. Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. There you go. They had already uh, taken that technology. And yeah, I don't remember his actual name. Cubicle hologram. The TV show's pretty good though. within it, a past or future event, so that if you stood in that hologram you subjectively experienced going to that non-local event. But initially it was just a technical remote viewing So is that just how they get... It was a looking glass. Nick Offerman. There you go. How they get out of traveling in time without goofing things up is like, no, we just... Now it's just a hologram. But that was a major component of... Yeah, so maybe they're... What if the hologram time travelers are what we perceive as ghosts? I've heard that before. That would make some sense. Damn, you've heard that before? I mean, I just don't have original thoughts. I've been plagued. Because that makes more sense than a traveling spirit. Doesn't explain why they're like always saying they're being haunted. I feel like he's really giving us a very deep understanding of the academic world back in the 1960s. I really understand how, how Project Pegasus came to be. An entirely unnecessary background. Was yeah, but I mean, the leading it's not unnecessary, it's just overly thorough. Of the 20th century. People who find their I way to this type of content typically know everything no he's going over currently. I, yeah, I don't need a dissertation. For example, let's Give say me with the highlights. We choose as our event the but that would make sense. I'd like to know how many things they had to fuck up before they realized, like, hey, maybe we should just send a hologram back. Because obviously there would have been some trial and error. By Enrico Fermi. Oh, the Fermi paradox. Ready to race. Mm -hmm. they get on he, he taught us how to ferment things, right? <laughs> yes. Fires, and the pistol fires, and that event never exists again. Ooh. The runners have raced. The you know right after hearing the pistol, the smoke goes up from the pistol. Uh -huh. All of the gunpowder distributes into smaller and smaller unnecessary functions. <laughs> unnecessary details. Of the original substance. We understand how guns work. But Enrico Fermi knew there was a time-space continuum. He knew you could travel in what's called the quantum plenum and go back 10 quantum minutes before plenum? the race or 10 minutes after the starter pistol was fired. Uh -huh. okay. Now, how can we maintain an advanced technical civilization how like this? How can we maintain one, it? Where we all rely, for example, on not having our planes fall out of the sky while we're flying. Well, they wouldn't be planes if they did that. Theoretical physicists tell the truth even to our advanced graduate students. He was lying. 
There is a time-space continuum. Damn, that dude was Everything lying to his own students. Is or will happen. He's part of the brainwashing machine, the, the fucking goddamn libtard universities. Although I, I guess at this point it'd be whatever the right version of libtard universities is. Back in the day, the perspective. Yeah, the I, they haven't come up with anything new yet. Going on How many? But yeah, I want my money back. <laughs> I got tired of fake science. Let's see if I get this right. If you yeah, if I spend all those years learning incorrect chemistry, I'd be so mad. Me too. You'd be mad. <laughs> I'm fucking, uh, I'd dedicate a decent chunk of my life to it. Yeah, if like, oh, that's not actually how carbon is made. Carbon doesn't even exist. And in each of those dimensions, you can move backward and forward indefinitely. Word. I was sent to 100 million BC via chronovision. Why? Because they didn't cover me from that's where he first met and made it with the dolphins. So I was sent to 101 million BC. You know, he actually starred in Flipper. That was him. See, now that's how he could be half dolphin without showing it, is if he did this in a million BC with, like, the ancestor of the dolphin. He affected, he affected his own DNA. Yeah. He exists because he created himself. It's just like Back to the Future. Damn. Except he... Fuck the dolphin instead of his mom. Scientific and technical <laughs> Maybe the dolphin was his mom. No. We don't know that. The dolphin was his mom. Truth. In they a way. A Dear God. Right learn the truth about the cosmos we inhabit. We're going to get kicked off YouTube for that. This video is not going on YouTube. No, you called him a dolphin. Suck my dick, Andrew Baziogu. <laughs> he was lying. There I'm just kidding. I love you. you move back not enough forward. to let you suck my dick, but actually, I'd consider it. If I get access to the time machine, that's true. Maybe, like, if he goes back in time, he becomes good at it. I can munch some blue chews and fucking soldier through. Time to start the OnlyFans. There's a quantum my dick suck by a half dolphin. Fucking coming salt water. Throw it at dolphin. No, he'd be doing the dick sucking. I'm not blowing the dolphin. How dare you? That's gay. Is it? But he was Diffo a dolphin, but different species. I guess what's interspecies gay? Much worse to be the one performing the sexual act this man on the animal. It's like, uh, like the, 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 uh, the dog when they fuck the dogs? Yeah, yeah. you don't want to be blowing the dog. Okay. It's a donkey show you just want to watch. You don't want to be participating. You got to be the top in an animal situation. At least that's what Peter taught me. Can't be a power bottom? No. The, the anatomy just Rummy doesn't line up. The oh, there's pictures in color. Him, but he We've made it to the future. He just wanted me to call him Don. Talk about. He said, Andy, I don't want the kids in the project calling me Rummy. Call me Don. He was then drinking martinis and would become a teetotaler. Um, but Rummy he slipped a pill into my martini. Like, he, like see, he just he says that, and that, like, that should be a joke, project but he has no dad. comedic timing. And the Department of Defense. It's got this this defense. thing going on where it's the cadence Rumsfeld of humor with no humor present. Well, like the story about how Donald Rumsfeld was like, no, call me Rummy and wanted like his drink straight and then got blackout drunk and beat me. Like, that's a funny yeah. story. It's, it could be if told by the right person. Teleportation is military. It'll allow us to put our troops precisely where they're needed. 
on the battlefield. I mean, we were well, doing that already. Airplanes are also capable of that. Battle. Also, why are we going to war with teleportation and time machine? Just shoot those soldiers into whatever dictator we need to take out. Just travel back in time and kill them as a child. Well, even if we don't want to do that, I mean, as a child, he was innocent. But just, like, teleport them into Saddam's palace, and we can end this in, like, ten minutes. You don't even have to send a person. Once again, just Nobody teleport a bomb. Like, like my dad was saying to his colleagues at lunch at one of these top defense meetings and saying, no, it should be moving people from point A to point B all over this planet. My niece just flew from London to Sydney and she had a miscarriage. <laughs> oh, what? Whoa. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> that that, that was really personal really quick. That was a dark joke. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe he's just working super blue. This is actually just a really like methodology. Uh, this yeah. is just a real method acting bit. This is his set. He's workshopping his set. So my my <laughs> my niece uh, aborted a fetus on a flight the other day. So Anyone Donald, ever done that? Donald Rumsfeld got a joke and was flying the plane. Anyone else lose a child <laughs> on an airplane recently? Couldn't go back in time to fix that. Used for what Buckminster Fuller spoke of as living. Buckminster Fuller, that's a rad name. That's like Funkmaster Flex. That's really good. Buckminster Fuller. What was as David Throckmorton was a name in the, I think one of the documentaries I was watching the other day. technology to help people. I mean, a pen can be used to stab somebody or to write a life-saving prescription. No, no, the man's got a point. That's a very good point. Pens can be used for two things. I get the point he was making, but I don't think history. a pen's a fantastic uh, parallel. Urging teleportation that sounds like a point I would have made in a middle school essay. That's like something part, you would have said in prison. Like, you see this pen? <laughs> yeah. This pen could be used to write a prescription, or I could stab you with it. Or I can take out your jugular. It's so versatile weapon, really. Great so commercial great for Bic, though. Yeah. Number one pen of prisons and shankings everywhere. Right. Yeah, the pen is mightier than the sword, and then just exactly so some guy fucking stabbing a prisoner to death with a pen. Exactly the cap is much easier to file down into a point now. Going on. But we really have to think about what we're doing to our atmosphere. It is a crisis. There you go. But, but tell him, Al, when you were at Harvard College under Roger Revelle, he, him continually referring to these high-level military guys by, like, a nickname I know, it's great. It's just a so that you transparent leader, attempt. It's seeming um, like he was leader, better connected. It's, a, it's the, the only world, tell he gives into being delusional at this point is his war. personal stories with Donald Rumsfeld when he was, like, 18. I was I was nine years old talking to Rummy, and him and Al G were, were in the, the room. He was on his fifth whiskey meet. <laughs> This is the same time. He was I stabbed Al Gore to death with a pen <laughs> and, yet, and, and then you, wrote him a prescription. You see, Donald, this is what I was talking about. A transportation technology that could eliminate the internal combustion engine. You've already gone over this. I'm actually not sure teleportation gets rid of the car. Well, Unless there's teleportation stations everywhere. Like at like at the Ministry of Magic in Harry Potter, where you just walk into a phone booth and there you go? You'd have to more set up. It's a lot of infrastructure. Yeah, I don't think it works. You'd have to be able to more apparate than you would. If we get rid of planes, we've already solved global warming. We're good. What do we do with the airports, though? Those are teleports now. Weaponry to harm my vision. I don't do you think like the words from? But teleport. Assuming it's like a telephone airport. <laughs> I'm assuming teleporting, like the the technology, is probably not that big. And at this point, I would imagine we'd be able to make it portable and put it in our own homes. 
he's trying to take down the airline industry. Maybe that. All right, hold on. COVID uh-huh. takes out the airlines. Uh-huh. Airlines go under. Uh-huh. Now, you know what pops up? Teleportation. This is the perfect time for teleportation to come in. This is and take over. This is the part of the Great Reset. Yeah, yeah. Teleportation's coming. We're teleporting to a better future. The COVID vaccines can kill all of us. It but is the ones who don't die are going to have access to teleportation. It and is that's totally worth it. It is a very accessible way to travel. I'm going to admit it would get rid of like airplanes. It get I, rid of all forms of transportation outside. I think the of car teleportation. I think the car is a hard one to get rid of because yeah, you're going to have to be able to teleport to like very specific locations. I mean, I guess if like Lyft turns into like I just use their app and it teleports me where I need to go. You could do that. Lyft could be the infrastructure or an Uber. They could just park their cars instead of driving around. You got one that drives around with the teleporting center in it. You hop into that. Another car goes to your end destination. Because it's closer already. All right. Elon Musk is going to I don't so want to talk about this more, but they're going to steal my idea. <laughs> we can't lay out our plan no. for the future of teleportation infrastructure. Yes, my teleportation-based app. And we're going to fund it with Dogecoin. To declassify this no. Sidious Pharmaceuticals. And harness it to human betterment, not human destruction. Okay, so that's what we did an ad for him, and they just tanks. <laughs> Another uh, re- relatively young participant was no, Bill Richardson. Now we're up, bro. To serve and as the congressman and age district of new mexico is Alamos up i'm killing it today bro we're gonna buy out Commerce youtube Secretary just to reinstate US, us uh, my penny stocks are fucking killing this week that'll be like our michael jordan stories like youtube gave us a ban because we, we said some terrible things so then we decided to make so much money we could buy youtube name first and last just to fire everyone spite is the ultimate fuel i i need to be pettier What's your name? It's what all the greats do. Looked up from his pad and pencil and said, "Bill." Him just said, reciting these conversations said, well, my, my last verbatim, and he said, "Richardson is." I said, "Hi, Bill Richardson." Fucking I dumb. I'm telling you, he's time. going for laughs. So, Bill Richardson was one of the um, the young. Now, I also be honest; those two heads in the picture, I haven't seen move the entire oh, time. So he could be talking to an empty room. Oh, the the one with the pigtails on the left, I have seen move, but it's possible they are the only people there. They could be mannequins. I don't know who else is showing up to a time travel lecture about a, a half dolphin dam. That not only I would have gone. I mean, I yeah, I would have gone. It's just usually these people are pretty easy to get a laugh out of. When the world reopens, we can finally start showing up to these things, and we could get someone at this level for an interview. And we can get kicked out of the conventions just like YouTube? Yeah. Listen, I, I said it at the top of this. We're going to be the most banned podcast in... But the space weirdo me. space. He he my I can dig it. We're going to be the renegades. Yeah, the we're going to be, we're the James Dean of blue chickens. <laughs> Hence the, the leather jacket behind me. They, they've created a villain. Yeah, so they created a monster. We're going super villain now. I'm going to get LASIK. Because no one wants to see Marshall no more. Nope. They want Shady. But without me, I'm chopped liver. Who else is going to tell David the truth? One of the scientists Why does he have so many pictures of elderly men on his PowerPoint? Sterling Colgate. He tried to go back in time to make friends, but it didn't work out. Hmm. Everyone just kept sending him forward again, like, no, you've got great ideas, kid. Now fuck off and go talk to Sterling Colgate. Take it to Donald Rumsfeld. I don't have time for this shit. Now, if I was making this up, 
How could I say we <laughs> you should never pause at that in the middle of your speech? Oh, I got to hear this. What comes after? Now, if I was making this up, how could I say we worked with a man named Sterling Colgate? He was a scion to the Colgate Palmolive fortune who was delivering the money to pay for the project. He was the president of New Mexico Tech. He was the dean of physics. New Mexico there. Tech. And he sent me to Gettysburg That's a via a technology school. called plasma confinement. How could I then, being somebody who had grown up in New Jersey and California, had been practicing law for years in Washington State, how could I travel to Socorro, New Mexico, and go into the research library of New Mexico Tech Get to and the ask point. for the Sterling Colgate clip file and be given his clip file and in the first clipping... And open that up. February 5th, 1972, uh-huh. Dr. Sterling Colgate will give a public lecture on Tuesday about his advances in mm-hmm. plasma confinement. Those are among the, the findings that I've held back for my book. So that after I can There's the book. Sort of you know how he could have done that if he wasn't done. lying? Google? By making it up, up and Googling things, yes. yeah. You can't. I like the idea that you that couldn't look those facts up. Does he have the letter from 1972? And then ferret out. Some it's super easy for him to go to the library, request the files, and then retrofit the story to fit the end conclusion. But that's what happened. Of the video files. Stir. Yeah, you're saying facts. That actually makes it easier to make up. Way easier. Yeah. But he wouldn't meet with me even when I got to his kitchen table. Because you're a fucking kook. First fact-finding trip in 2003. That's what drives <laughs> me crazy about knocked somebody. Knocked on his door. Hey, hey, why aren't you want to talk to me? Some of these people just don't seem to understand how fucking nuts they come across. I mean, I guess especially this dude, because he seems so mild-mannered. He probably hasn't realized how crazy he's coming off. If someone started banging—well, I take that back. I would talk to all these people, but I'm weird. Yeah, we're, we're lunatics. We love crazy people. For the most part, though, if someone starts banging on your door and is like, hey, we got to talk about plasma time travel, I'm, <laughs> I'm also a dolphin. I'd be like, yeah, come in. Let's, let's chat, bro. Most, most people, people— Yeah, they're going to call the police. Yeah, you're, you're going to spend uh, a few minutes explaining to the cops— and probably Third, end up 5150. I think if you claim said, to be a dolphin, you probably get tossed in a psych board for a minute. You, you have to appeal to YouTube's board. Child, but my husband will not come home to his kitchen here if this is about classified material. He won't come home to the kitchen? kitchen table. He, he lived in the kitchen. If you continue to ask to see him. I'm telling you, this is the only dude I've ever seen who couldn't get a laugh. She said, <laughs> He's just call. that unfunny. You're right, though. He has a... He hasn't elicited so much as a titter from the audience. No, no, and I've we've seen really unfunny people get laughs. Yeah, Corey and David. David's kind of funny. Corey is not. Corey's a greasy-haired piece of shit. Yeah, he really is leaning into the greasy-looking hair, too. And he's got the fingerless gloves now. I forgot about the gloves. Damn you, Jenny McCarthy. Now we're on to Major Ed Dames. So oh, maybe that's who's doing this. Jenny McCarthy is after us. I was on on I'd actually be okay with that. Yeah, me too. Eisenhower. She's one of the original anti-vax lunatics. Young she sure is. Postdocs who were doing things like running us through the Montauk chair. In fact, you could probably give her credit for the modern anti-vax met, uh, movement. No one cared until it made your kid autistic. I certainly would. She, she was the first to uh, Again, really break into the mainstream with it. I remember and ruin her career. Yeah, she's on Sirius XM. I guess it's not all bad. I thought it was Ivan, and he said, no, it's Ivan, I-B-E-N. My, my mother was Norwegian. 
So sometimes remember that you pull these things out 30, 35, 40. How come every one of his anecdotes is about him remembering someone's nickname? Who are you going to let in on your time travel? I've noticed a motif. I believe what he's going for here is he's trying to prove that his memory is something you should trust. Now, we have no way to verify that anything he's pulling from his memory is actually accurate. Because they're all dead? Yes. Yeah. Which? Good move. That's true. That was smart. Which about 15 of the kids attended. Another one? Jesus Christ, man. Thanked us. Did he do anything or does he just know everybody? He's just like, (laughs) he's just Diddy. He doesn't make music. He just knows everybody. He's the DJ Khaled of time travel. He just pops it up before someone actually does it and yells, we the best. Now, if you were going to tell like a 60-year-old white dad to dress like DJ Khaled, that's what they would wear. Khaki's wow. in a fucking that's, Hawaiian that's t-shirt. That's pretty accurate, actually. Yeah. He looks like Khaled. He's got the same body, too. He's got his G-Shock watch on. Oh, I was wearing a G-Shock before we started this. Damn. That would have been a synchronicity. Nah, I'd have made you a white guy. I got that. I got that baby blue G-Shock. We got some love on Twitter for our Brother Bobby episode from the, the black community. Amen, brother. Because one guy's like, hey, how do you guys feel about his anti-white stuff? I was like, yeah, white people suck. We don't mind. Yeah, I don't give a shit. He was just like, uh, respect for admitting that. And I was like, and realized two people didn't know that. And if we did achieve that, we would be able to go anywhere in the universe at any time. Yeah, that's the, the point of time travel. So we It'd be ironic if we discovered it only to realize it doesn't actually help for anything. So we can only go forward one second at a time. It's just like even if you go forward or backwards, you can't actually alter anything at all. I've heard just obs- observation. I've kind of heard that before in like the more ghost-like time travel they talk about, where you can you're, you're like a a extra dimensional observer of the time, but you can't physically like you wouldn't be able to physically put your hand on something. That'd be a real bummer. To discover time travel and be like, oh, I can't actually do anything? It's sort of like those dreams where, where you're trying to run and you can't, or you're trying to punch and it's yeah. super weak. For me, it's I'm trying to shoot threes and I can't hit one. Really? Yeah. yeah part three. For me, it's usually I'm trying to the talk and I'm just absolutely incapable of putting together a sentence. Back of the rim every time. One of the things they ask Shoot us long. to do is... But then when I start sinking them, I'm going, oh, I can fly now. Hanoi Hilton, the, the POW compound in Vietnam. All right, oh. now we're to is Vietnam. bringing up fucking John McCain? Commander John McCain, whose yep. father was the commander of the Pacific Fleet, was in that prison. We're still in the 70s, dog? Building. So we were doing conventional... Only 50 years to go. <laughs> ...as recently, or excuse me, as soon or as early as fall of 1969, three years before... Remote viewing was supposedly initiated by Ingo Swan and others at Stanford Research. <laughs> yes. Ingo Swan. Notorious, <laughs> reliable man, Ingo Swan. Who wouldn't trust a name like that? They were spinning us with our heads. Wait, what? <laughs> Literally? Oh my God, David was right? So we got we got the Vitruvian man and uh, the most stereotypical like hypnosis it's a, thing. It's a spiral. <laughs> the center... Not like Vitruvius. You see the penis? Head on the, uh, is it Vitruvius, man? Or Vitruvian? I don't know. I thought it was Vitruvian. That's what I thought. Maybe it changes when you time travel. It was a, a Mandela effect. They didn't uh, translate it properly. We were then spun at 33 and a third rotations per minute clockwise. Naturally. We would black out. What? Uh, I've done that. Waft out of our, we wake up and waft out of our bodies and start moving through what? the kinds of environments you access when so, you're dreaming. 
you spin really fast. It's the knockout game? You spin really fast, you black out, and you astral project. I've time travel. That's kind of what One David has said before. I just never heard anybody bridge. else say that. Black technical bridge. Oh, the Montauk and, chair. Uh, that's well, all you have brief. to do to time travel is black out? Uh, there's one way to find out. Spinning 33 times? Let's let's go to the, the park and <laughs> I'll sit on one of those things that spins in a circle. Doesn't, don't records play at 33 RPMs? Oh, shit. 33s and 45s, isn't it? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, so if I just use the record player, I can time travel? Give me an industrial record player. I'll sit on top of it and I'll chug 40s until I black out. And I'll just hit you with a hammer at the 33rd rotation? Yeah. Since recovered her name, it was Stephanie Bindis RN. Way to dox her, bro. Yeah. Her address is. <laughs> who had been a U.S. Army nurse during Korea in World War II, as many of the docents in the program were. And she said, okay, Andrew, what did you see this time? I said, well, I was traveling out of body once I woke up, and there was like this big black Where? dam. Oh, man, have, so does he know, mean, was his time travel the whole time astral projection? Because that's a uh, real bummer. I think this is a new installation of remote viewing. I don't entirely understand why we need to remote view when we can... Time travel? Time travel. Like, I, th I think that supersedes remote viewing. But he also said he did it after spinning 33 times on his head and passing out. <laughs> maybe maybe it's kind of like uh, they're scouting the location before they actually go there. I guess. Reconnaissance, maybe. Yeah. But seems unnecessary. But a railroad track would go over, over a body of water. I see why he also led with and, all the facts, uh, because he just said he time-traveled by blacking out, spinning in a circle. Like <laughs> a very, very high-technology so, work. It's a real it's shift from Donald Rumsfeld's favorite drink. And she, this is a direct Us quote. developing time travel with Tesla yes, and Einstein and Oppenheimer and all these great scientists. And it's like, okay, uh, look down, put your head on top of this baseball bat. Now spin in a circle 33 times. I finally figured it out. Spin, spin, and then blackout. <laughs> and then someone will push you up. Oh, wait, we just missed him get his first laugh. Oh, finally. Thank God. ...the hologram that we find ourselves in as human beings. We're oh, calling, we're the hologram. We're calling it the Matrix. <laughs> oh, Jesus now Christ. Ugh. Ew. The Our Matrix really fucked up a lot of shit. Ew. Causing delusional people to make up stuff. Well, to some extent, but not me. Delusional? <laughs> yeah. No, but not me. It's those other lunatics. I, time-traveling dolphin, would never make up lunatic shit. Seeped in I can't believe he got the laugh for the, the Matrix. Dolphin. The best TV. The Donald, hilarious, man. The Donald Rumsfeld bit was much that funnier. Thirty years before the Matrix movie of the Wachowski brothers. Colin Rummy, but he only drinks Remy. The fucking the, the word Matrix existed before the Matrix movie. It was not the first use of that word. Apparently, it was. These terms actually emerge in the government and are are then, um, you know, salted into the movies to then confuse people about. Oh, he's he's also going with the uh, all right. The movies is real is turning into a real movement here. The uh, there was Montauk chair. No, I don't want to talk over the Montauk chair. I'm actually interested in this. Montauk existed. I'm glad that I took that position politically and epistemologically because then they spoke up for me politically and epistemologically. Talk to Andy. He's been right about Montauk. He's right about Pegasus. Keep on moving. Find Andy. Right. Okay. Because really likes that third person. And Jack Pruitt existed. 
So the device and Did the you just say leader, chairs existed and Jack Pruitt existed? Were things I knew. I was in the chair. <laughs> he a, meant montage right. chair, right? Uh, no, no. Chairs. <laughs> there were these four-legged devices used for sitting. We called them chairs. You see, chairs existed. And Jack Pruitt existed. And we knew Pruitt personally. Ipso facto, the Montauk chair. Montauk chair. Could be used for time travel. This is just a standard dental chair. Dentist chair, yeah. I was about to say, like, he's got a picture. The Montauk chair is that above the head of the person sitting in the chair was like a photographer's umbrella. Behind their solar panels. That's what I want to go to the future, to feel like I'm at the dentist's office. If they give me the gas. That's true, as long as I don't have to get a shot. Tire cover. That my father called a solenoid. That was the your father's not funny. <laughs> no, he also didn't invent the word solenoid. The CPU that was controlling the device was under the seat, and then there was a rocker arm with a brown cathode ray tube on it, pointed to the face. Dude apparently has no Photoshop ability. In the chair. No, he could have easily drawn this in even like shoddily. Cotton mask and then audio phones in our ears. Audio phones? Would make this strange I think all the phones are audio, he dummy. Is overly specific. <laughs> He's got a real old white guy. We would dissociate, hover out of body. You should sample that. Start moving forward so it is just astral projection. Collide with something on so the he's sitting in a dentist chair getting fucking pumped full of nitrous. And he's like, well, I'm time traveling now. Nah, some DMT. <laughs> yes. Now at this time, it does sound a little like the DMT universe, the initial time traveling part. When you get shot into the blast off, yeah, it does. family on my mother's side, my mother's Italian and German side. Uh oh, German. But I didn't have any relative west of Philadelphia except one of born and raised uncles, and he was which means what? I didn't have any relatives past the thirty third Mason line. Any of my lineage going back to antiquity, I believe I may have been the first lawyer on both sides of my family. Damn, first lawyer in the history of antiquity. He went all the way back into BC, still the first lawyer. Coming back from the Montauk chair ride, and David Campanelli, who is now an MD PhD at the University of Virginia, was one of my young participants in the program, fellow participants. Uh huh. What nickname did he go by? Worker cartoon. He said to me, "So who were you this time?" And I said, "I was a lawyer in Seattle." Okay. <laughs> oh, Hamilton thank God. He finally got a small laugh. So, yeah. But one only one. I would have placed myself in Washington with no relatives there. I had never been there myself. And described myself as practicing law in Washington. Sounds like sex in the city. <laughs> when I had no relatives even who were, you know, I didn't watch Perry Mason on TV. I <laughs> what? Had no Timely reference. female relatives who were attorneys. Certainly it was much more common for men to be attorneys during that sort of sexist era in the profession. Is he saying he time-traveled to get his law degree? He's saying that in one of the Montauk experiments, he traveled to his current life. He foresaw what he became. So this is deep cover? I guess. I think it's for this reason that Project Montauk was spun off. The Montauk chair was incredibly accurate. It also had the advantage of leaving the time traveler physically in the chair. So they were physically protected from whatever the how does that help the future they went to. Seems like it would be a hindrance in terms of actually affecting change in wherever you travel to. What if they just murdered your soul? Just like the Matrix. They made a backup copy of him on a hard drive. Uh huh. You know, you had feet. You were in your. Didn't get a laugh there either. So that's what the Montauk chair did. It basically bumped you forward in time, as the reverse engineered pilot seat 
of an ET craft that the uh-huh. pilot would use to pilot their ship psychically. Oh, so they wouldn't cool. strike anything in interstellar space when they were coming here from millions of miles away. And we used it as a kind of a remote. Can't field. hit anything with anti-gravity, I don't exists. think. I was placed in it about 50 No, especially if they're like bending the fabric of space-time. If like the rock would uh, be destroyed. Subculture that's grown around Project Montauk and this device. That's an interesting connection, though. They had to harvest ET chairs to use for this. They needed the neural interface. I have heard the... uh, I mentioned the the teleporter. The psychic communication steering the ship thing before, though. Yeah, that's a pretty common one. I think uh, Bob Lazar said that. We were able to breathe again a couple seconds later, so we were not asphyxiated. Oh? My father explained how the... His description of the teleporter so far matches up with Emery Smith's. All right, that's the, good. Uh, the tunnel you walk through. Three people to go through the chair intentionally, I mean, through the teleporter, rather, intentionally, did asphyxiate because the tunnel was too Oops. long. So by the time I was in it... When some of you lose some. A few people suffocated on their way out. Big deal. It was experiments. And have enough air to get through to the end of the tunnel. We would see a pinprick of light at the end of the tunnel, and when it hit our faces, we would then find footfall across the country. You know, in that sounds disorienting. Back to New Jersey. Also kind of sounds like uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, you know, do I think yeah, the, the like this when we main plot, I'm transport? spacing no. on the name You're of the device in the game. In Kevlar seat, like a bus seat or a... The, the like Animus or something. Airplane, I think Animus airplane. is right. That I have named a Vort in which we teleport. Why are you naming That's shit instead of just calling it what it is? Incumbent teleportation. He is getting laughs. Phony or you know, kind of simulated air, airline or bus seat, so you won't feel strange. But outside, what? This is what you'll be going through. A screensaver. A screen saver. The sky, <laughs> but a well, Bill Gates knew what he was doing when he made <laughs> that. Been reduced that, that pipe uh, screensaver from the original Windows now, is actually the Montauk project. That mimics diabetes. I have it myself. It may be the cause of what? vision problems. He has a disease that mimics diabetes. That I think he has diabetes. Heart valve defects, Sounds like including it. Including my father. Oh. He survived the last 13 years of his life. I wonder if his heart valve defect has anything to do with the fact that he's valve. fat. So let's think No, that's why Thomas it's a disease that mimics diabetes. He doesn't have diabetes. Children's Hospital in St. Louis where that device was developed. And my, it saved my dad's life. So again, the, 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 the teleportation of that era was not without medical harm. Am I advocating... Oh, he's saying uh, it was a side effect of, of the travel. Even yep. if it does those things to so the travel made him no. eat too many candy bars? <laughs> yeah, the travel made him fat. You know, good, sometimes not, when you're at the airport early in the morning, you get hungry, you want some Cinnabon. The munchies are a side effect have. of time travel? It is. not move on to the next frontier of transport? We should. It'll be cheaper, faster, safer. Would that be cheaper? I feel like... Not if everyone ends up with heart disease. I feel like wormholes are expensive. Worth it. Faster, non-polluting, able to be harnessed to free energy technologies. Giving diabetes. Individuals in general, specifically to pregnant women. We take these things. These yeah, things why didn't he get a cure for that? <laughs> One of the statistics that most amazes me, and I, I brought up in my recent interview here locally on, on radio. Oh, plug. Plug, bro. The Vietnam War cost 50,000 American casualties and th- 300,000 I think it was like 55. 50,000 deaths and 300,000 injuries. And we killed about we a million Vietnamese. And <laughs> of death every year from automobiles. Thank you. And yet we're not tearing down the country to protest. Thank the you. Use of the automobile. Thank you. In the Black way Lives that Matter. We did 
about the controversy over the Vietnam War. Right, that's definitely what he was talking about. Carnage Probably. of humans is one of the most important values. We should be 1,300% more willing to protest the use of automobiles. <laughs> Oh, even the laughs, they don't want to laugh. Every year, they're, it's killing they're pity laughs. They're the definition the of, of the sympathy laugh. Yeah. Over 13 years in Vietnam. We don't really think in those terms enough. We don't think rationally. How many people here have known somebody seriously injured in a car accident? <laughs> <laughs> no one <laughs> raised their hand. Who, who here has some severe right? trauma they'd like yeah. to air out in front of all these strangers? Don't talk about important life advantaging things. When did your father right. die in that car accident? Similarly, <laughs> dysfunctional countries don't. I'm running for president to make this great country functional. Fuck yeah, bro. We have to confront what our real problems are. He was expecting an applause break there. He's going to make America boring Ford, again. He's just not dynamic enough to be president. Death, yeah, I like how this dude thought he was going to win the presidency and he can't even get a laugh. Cancer. Mutilation of the human body. The killing of children and pets and wild animals. Why is he names wild animals each time he listed something? He was sidestepping across the stage. We call them roadkill. He's trying to get more dynamic. He's got a few laughs now. He's feeling it. He's on fire. He's heating up. Look at him. He's got a little Think more red in his face. He's getting there. Dogs or, you know, some birds' progeny are being called roadkill. We have to wake up. Was he just we mad that we kill birds? Conscious, that cars run over birds. And we can do it by saying... he just saying, called birds progeny? I've never we can't referred to more birds as their progeny. I guess as a man who's half animal, he has a greater respect for the animal kingdom. Actually, that would explain it. And shiny and expensive and a status symbol. Bro, don't be mad you drive a whack car. <laughs> we've had this technology for 50 years. Let's use it. We're a, Joe we're Rogan's not giving up his car. We're a selfless country. I don't care how quick we, we can teleport. Innovative. We're finally getting and, to the the Chrono Visor. Is this and the new Apple drop? I believe it's our duty. I think it's his version of Google it's Glass, safe. basically. That's okay. pretty cool. Chronovisor. The first Chronovisor image that I saw was a painting. The, um, <laughs> signing of the U.S. Constitution. Oh, okay. At this National Security Watch post in Flemington, New Jersey, but in the real image. Oh, I think this is the, the, side of the astral home. projection thing that lets him go Benjamin back in time and watch historical events. On a big right. dive he was about twice as big as anybody else in the room, including George Washington. Wait, is he implying there's a giant? Technician. Oh, that's a closed-circuit TV uh, performance Maybe. of the signing of, I first thought, the Declaration, and then I, I he corrected us and showed that not John Hancock, but George Washington was on the dais. And I said, oh, the signing of the Constitution on September 17, 1787. What a minor detail. As we were leaving, he spun in his <laughs> To revise. said, boys, that's not a closed-circuit performance from Philadelphia or wherever of, 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 of an image, you know, of, of the... You're high. <laughs> that is the signing of the U.S. Constitution. You're hopped up on See, fucking laughing gas. Philadelphia experiment. <laughs> How did now, someone point that out in the middle of his the vision? to cubicle holograms... Uh, they were there, too? put... The one oh, we okay, were that would make sense. In the General Manufacturing Company facility in Convent Station, New Jersey, the map-making facility the Civil War? Oil yep. in New Jersey. There's a Confederate the flag. Oh, no, did they time travel, too? They put us on the stage. They, they time traveled and saw the NBA and were like, no, nope, we're not myself. doing that. <laughs> nope, not having it. I'm hoping this presentation doesn't take a bizarre twist towards the end here. Game. I saw a very pretty and this is my plan to win it for the Confederacy. We need time travel to set a certain war <laughs> back right. Oh, not World father. War II. 
And I thought, oh, this is just some sporting event. I went around the grassy you swim. Saw th- you thought this was I a sporting event? Union you know, all the sporting events we have where people with rifles gather and shoot at each other. And I mean, usually when I see him go, Joshua kill the black man, <laughs> like, I don't think that's the NBA. <laughs> that's NASCAR. In his world, <laughs> in his world, that's... Uh, boy, boy, get us, get off this battlefield, son. You're I said, boy, go, go. Boy, I said, Foghorn Leghorn was leaving the Confederacy. So what? I was in a pair of blue jeans, a check shirt, and a pair of black shoes. It's not exactly out of place. Black. In more content, right? <laughs> Take those shoes off, boy. And, um, and so I, I was going to run off the stage, but then the Union forces retreated past me, and I what? had Confederate forces with fixed bayonets jumping over the berm as I was hiding beneath it. Just like in Lord of the Rings. The, the, the rebel what, when yellow. they're hiding from the fucking raids? Yeah. The fuck was that? Basically pretty terrifying. Yeah, it was. Any time yeah. one of them could spin, see a boy in blue, and assume that maybe I was a Union bugle boy or drummer or something, and stab me to death. Cool. Had that happened, I would not have been injured because this was three-dimensional chronovision. Damn where it. we were just there, as Jack Pruitt described So you can't kill it, the soul. spectral presence in their environment. Oh, so they are like, like ghosts. ghosts yeah. are oh, there you huh? go. In ours. James, yeah. you know, he owes you a Coke. So I knew that because I actually traveled forward in time in this presentation prior to us watching dinosaurs. You definitely had enough time. We could and Jack Pruis gotten us in a circle there. We're hey, looking at a brontosaurus. No, that's Nessie. Or a Dilphosaurus or whatever. When it was just starting to undergo historical renovation into the Performing Arts Center. Now, I appreciate that he, he said, also traveled when I would to the dinosaurs. Arizona. It's what any Sedona. good child would do. It's going to be hot. You want to see the dinos? Red, and you might get yeah, I want to go see a velociraptor and shit. So they put us on the stage. They now the bugs the would way. terrify me. We had had Pavlovian conditioning not to look up at the, the lamp in the ceiling. Because if we did, we would have gone blind, just like a little girl who did. Oh, you stared at the, the sun? Uh-huh. I'm now wondering whether my vision problems are... 50-year Jesus Christ, dog, you're old. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're in your mid-60s. So your your eyes deteriorate life. a bit as you age. So I walked for about 10 minutes. He's just blaming like all of Sedona, his shitty health problems on time travel. And there were two dinosaurs like this. It's chomping on once again an example of the people in this community not wanting to we take responsibility for anything negative that occurs in their life. I'd be so like tall and hot and yoked if I hadn't time traveled. <laughs> if I didn't have such a fucking important and remarkable <laughs> job, I would be so rich and hot. First as black body emanations and then fully bodily. So they were sending us there bodily. He didn't explain really why he went to the Civil War. Later, if we Pick up some tricks about how to uh, treat a certain group of people, I think. Other than, I guess, to imply you can't be killed when you're just a spectral body. But now he's saying they sent him back like fully so bodily to the dinosaurs, which seems way riskier. Machine, but by 1971, a time machine. This has not been focused on in the um, in the looking glass literature. Uh-huh. For example, Project Camelot's uh, interviews with Dan Burns. Throw shade, throw shade. <laughs> talked about the looking glass. They wouldn't let him on. The actual device is called Chronovision. He, he probably has an interview on there. Yeah, I didn't find does. it. Okay, the Some project came I got put behind a uh, paywall, so they got hit with harassment too. Well, after Carrie lost all that money investing in the psychic's hedge fund, she needs a bit money. Who could have predicted that wouldn't have worked? Not the psychic. So I'm very grateful that before that, who's now in prison, believing it might be underwater, 
They this dressed the, us in these time space suits. Now he's in ancient Rome. Is that what? Hold on, go back. Did he just say that? That, that that yeah? Is that Rome or is Green that the lantern or is that the Lincoln Memorial? Back to the office of naval intelligence that was it was under a hundred feet of brackish water. So I'm very grateful that before that probe, believing it might be underwater, they dressed us in these time space suits that were almost like deep diving outfits. Word? It was that encounter with Art Bell that some of you may have heard. Whoa. All right, hold on. Go back August for it. Where? He is picking up things that he was not mentioning. Chronovisors became time machines. Okay, the advanced chronovisor was used in November 5th of 1971 to send us above the U.S. Supreme Court building in the mall in Washington, D.C. Okay. U.S. Supreme Court what building. condition it was in. I then reported back to the Office of Naval Intelligence that was it was under 100 feet of brackish water. Okay, that so is what he said. That so he that, went to the future and... He said it went to 1971, or maybe this is in 1971, excuse me. And he saw that the... What building was the it The Supreme Court the was... The Supreme Court was under 100, 100 feet of water. That's a lot of water. And somehow here he's also going to talk with Art Bell. Believing it might be underwater. They dressed us in these time space suits that were almost like deep diving. Why would they think it's underwater? It was that encounter with Art Bell that some of you may have heard during the August 14th, 2015 interview. Oh, In which Art Bell admitted, Andy, I believe you. You've described everything about my work and career and life that you could... Yeah, he was fucking high out his mind on Dilaudid. Of course he believed you. Well, it's not like you weren't even listening. You couldn't Google Art Bell? Art Bell was too busy fucking listening to his disco tracks. Does he also know Art Bell told that to everybody? Very rarely did Art disagree with an individual. Yeah, that was like part of his shtick. In 2015, that caused Dr. Michael Sala to just drop his objections to me. Why was the Supreme Court underwater? And even agreed Global to warming, man. My claims I think so, but I need him to say it. Which Michael is it's now implied. So, and how did we prevent it? Even adversaries can become allies. Uh, they we used a giant vacuum to... <laughs> we used uh, like the ShamWow to like soak up all the water. Like Mr. Burns using the vacuum and out the water to get Nessie? Exactly. Yeah. As we bring that book forward, Michael and I are going to stand tall and talk about the fact that, look, we didn't believe each other. Stand now tall. No, they're going to turn on you, bro. evidence that he finds to prove my claims. So, great. And then, let's see. Just um, not going to tell me why the Supreme Court was under 100 feet of brackish like water? Probably have to buy his book to get that like info. The Matrix was <sighs> I can't a knock the hustle. ...used by Project Pegasus. The Stargate that I had access to was in this building, the gymnasium. At the a Sears very run-down building. WA, Holy shit. WPA during, uh, the they depression. needed to camouflage it in this a uh, homeless encampment. This picture doesn't really do it justice. He's, he's he time-traveling out of a trap house. This picture doesn't really do it justice. I would hope not. It's pretty fucking run-down. So after I was kicked out of the Army, I was spent a few years homeless, and this was the shack I found. We would jump through this jump up this ramp and through this blue notched portal and we'd be in right. the portal tunnel for about 30 seconds that and looks like a nicer version of the building from really the office this building or even with a, in a mile of it like a half mile this huge r&d park that had these beautiful green glass and sort of polished steel uh, walls we would walk in it was all engulfed with house plants as if some discovery is made that the oxygenation from houseplants is very beneficial for human health. It became necessary okay. to aerate an interior environment. The young people working there could just sort of pump an in oxygen. Effect that it no. place. They were very tall. Must and have plants. Looking. And some of the mid-career professionals there who weren't so tall and 
Laura Eisenhower-esque, as it were, <laughs> um, Avatar-esque, <laughs> looked, looked less healthy than the young people working there. That's always true. He's, he even starts because, mumbling because like an open micer who just knew he missed really bad. Yeah, he's doing he starts the, playing with the cords. He's doing the equivalent of, uh, but anyways. <laughs> of some of the young people. He memorized all As these jokes just for none of them to hit. Or prenatal and neonatal care and nutrition and genetics had made the next generation appreciably taller, thinner, and healthier. Cool. Better um, formula. I was given these canisters that had digitized summaries of past events. I then went into a conference room. Canister? Jumped through at the wall. I had to it's more laughing gas. I would knock myself He's out. just doing whippets in all these government buildings. Little Time little traveling. And we would then start popping into view in the Lobo Overlook site, which is three miles due west of the Continental Divide sign up Highway 160 in southwest Colorado. So we just bring so much unnecessary info. Yeah, why does he keep giving his route information? <laughs> I don't need your Google Maps results. Yeah, we don't need uh, the MapQuest breakdown of Project Pegasus. I understand how generic travel works. <laughs> I mentioned the plasma confinement chamber of Dr. Sterling Colgate. Oh, it was a rectangle. It's a, a box. Here. <laughs> you see, you take cardboard. Here. Plasma under confinement would be released here. It was sort of opalescent in color, and it would reproduce what is done spontaneously when seismic faults release plasma, and that, we believe, may be the cause of some of these classic time slip cases that cool. have occurred, like Naturally. the Omar France case. It's like plasma earthquakes. Couples. We're on holiday at Nice, and they stopped in Montelamar, France, and there was no glass on the on the inn's uh, windows. They were all wooden shutters. The barmaid uh, didn't uh-huh. know the modern French word for motorway. Uh, they paid four pence for a breakfast for four, and two gendarmes walked into the restaurant. Can they just be poor? Dressed in period clothing from the 1890s. <laughs> okay. You know you're in the past when that kind of stuff starts happening. Oh, that's how you know you're in the past. I didn't know how to check. I usually check to see if I can see my feet. So the greatest accomplishment of Project Pegasus is you can buy cheap breakfast. It is just like 11, 22, 63 or whatever. Yeah, he's just going back in time to buy cheap meat. Where did he send me? That's all we could get out of it. To Gettysburg, Pennsylvania on the day that Abraham Lincoln gave the Gettysburg Address. Of course. Here I am. I actually wrote it for Bishago. him. Every oh, single he just said that's him in the but picture. Time traveler Bishago. Wow, that's a bold move. All these. Well, notice he picks the guy not facing the camera, but he is also the main focus of the picture. These uh, these guys all have like Forrest Gump syndrome, where they just think they were a part of every major event in human history. Abraham Lincoln. I mean, I guess if you can be a part of one, you have to be a part of all of them. Right side of the dais, on horseback, he came down a small parade. Down. I wonder Baltimore why he didn't become president. Will's hotel with David Will's. Because he was running against people he couldn't compete with. But if he was on stage, you could have been like, Lincoln "I was at the Gettysburg Address," <laughs> and oh, then oh, pointed to the Ronald photograph. Here. Oh, Donald says he's the best here. president since Lincoln. I met Lincoln. I am Lincoln. <laughs> this is actually the front of the. Center. I was the one who told <laughs> him to free Lincoln the slaves. I would just go with like I was Lincoln. I reincarnated as a Ronald Reagan. If you're gonna lie, lie. It's true. Whole broad he's probably the first the person that's a time traveler that's put out a picture and been like, that was me in 1848. <laughs> this is not is not him, by the way, but he was here. And I missed him because I had gotten too much attention up here. And I decided to walk 100 paces from the dais here. He missed Lincoln right foot like after this, traveling back in time? 
because we were trained to be inconspicuous, and I didn't want to show the adults around me. He's saying, do you know your head's going to be blown off? (laughs) He's saying his foot placement in this picture is intentional so as to not draw too much attention. Well, he had to be inconspicuous or else they would know that he's not from then. That I was wearing size 14 men's shoes. A I have a huge cock. <laughs> that kid doesn't have size 14. If that. Issue. And a cap. No, you see, that's why he has a small penis, is time travel effects. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were yeah, it not for the time travel, though, he'd be hung John like a horse. Going through Lawrence the wormhole Burr shrunk his penis. It also made him lose his hair. That's actually what he calls his penis now. Wormhole. Yeah. Back to 1972. I saw the photographer setting up on a small stepladder right here. And yeah, what, but what, what was the photographer wearing? And what, what did you use with this information? Canopy. He went back under his canopy, I turned my head, and I began tingling before I sensed he had taken the picture. Now, I no, that was uh, Joe Biden sneaking up on you from behind. <laughs> sniffing well, your hair. I'll tell you what the analyst found. Unlike other Civil War anomalies, Civil War photographic anomalies, uh-huh. you can see my right eye socket and my left teeth Can you? in the photograph. You're not seeing me blur out of... How do we see his right eye socket and his head is turned to the left? Why is this proof that this is a time traveler from the future? Because the Polish chemist Marie and her French husband... I thought he was facing away from the camera. ...would not discover radium, which is at the foundation of X-ray, for years. In fact, she wouldn't be born until 1867, Madame Madame Curie. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so I had done public lectures like this saying... Lincoln had just arrived. I, my, the, the hair went up in the back of my neck when I heard this incredibly enthusiastic chair for Lincoln. Is he saying it's cheer, real because you could like, see radiation? Women crying, that men sounds shouting. sounds like what he was trying to say. Playing musical instruments. It was just this throng of about a thousand I don't entirely people. understand how that's proof. Hurrah! When they saw I don't think Lincoln it is. <laughs> I think stage. that's why we don't he understand. He just come onto the stage. So he must have tipped his hat and sat down. It was in that attitude that the picture was taken. But I was already tingling from disappearing from view. Stop saying you were tingling. It's making me uncomfortable. Yeah, you were 12. Describe that in 20 or 30 lectures before we then analyzed the photograph and found that you can see uh, the interior of my skull. I sincerely doubt it. Now, I'm sorry. I like to say to people, if you don't believe me, you have the sovereign right not to. Thank you. Your own understanding of the reality and be absolutely wrong. Burn. Yeah, I've got the data. It's oh, right that here. That got a laugh. It's That's right he's here. got the data. He's you got can see his skull. This, this is, is a person. Photograph of a time traveler from the future. I was that time traveler. I Why didn't you bring something back? Informed by the CIA, it that would I'm break the rules. President. Don't uh, know if I'll make it. I'm going to try. He's already been hit so with a few strikes a for stealing photograph. shit from work. <laughs> First, until 2007, the only known photograph of Lincoln at Gettysburg, the day he gave the address there. The first known photograph of the uh, of time traveler from the future. The first time traveler from the future photographed and then conf- confirmed as being that figure in a photograph by a CIA analyst who, my dear old dad, when I took this photograph. That doesn't count. Well, That's no, obviously, you, you, no way, that doesn't count. Your dad doesn't get to confirm yep. your evidence. Just no, well, your dad's trying to get you 15, I said, Why some money being in on the graph. He has to recuse himself from this scenario. Then as now, I'm a tremendous admirer of President Kennedy. I, I mean, shot him. I was about to say, <laughs> did you, did you <laughs> scope him out too? 
I was watching from the book terrible. depository. And, the uh, presidents he keeps and the grassy knoll. He was both shooters. Seen, Seems like the presidents so he keeps visiting uh, die. Plaza, He's a time traveling hitman. Security. So we decided. Not oh, that's kind of a good plot. Fact, that's pretty good. That's actually pretty good. We goofed. Give me Nicholas Cage. They got you time traveling. Here's some other strange details. So he was the only dummy Mars to get caught on camera? Yep. Tomorrow, William Brett Stillings is the great nephew of the photo analyst at the Library of Congress, Josephine Cobb, who in 1951 invented the Cobb salad and found two pixels of President Lincoln's head when he was sitting down back on the dais. And there are a lot more pixels of his head in that theater. <laughs> they were found tall, everywhere. Does he not know how small a pixel right is? Like looking at... No, oh, no, clearly not. The, the, the opportunity Two to pixels TV. of Lincoln's head. Um, That's all that was left. Would, would yeah, not be visible. Exploration on Earth. There's something standing next to me, or there's a, it's a very strange kind of truly you know, optical illusion from the crowd behind it. I, I don't know what it is. It could be a, some kind of multidimensional being, but I'm undecided yeah, naturally. what it is. But that's, you know, that's the logical explanation. For those listening, there is nothing next to him in the what picture. He's kind of standing by himself. rolled up piece of paper that my father gave me in the event that I needed aid and assistance in the field. It was a letter to Navy Secretary Gideon Wells. Well, as you can Word? see in the attitude I'm in before disappearing from view, because I am disappearing in this photograph. Oh, he's disappearing. I'm still holding the cylinder, meaning I never used the letter of assistance. Does he have but the letter? 149 years later, I think it was 149, when I was lecturing in the Hawaiian Islands, ah, that's where you I, the ran shirt. <laughs> I ran out of money. I ran out of money. I thought, God, maybe I can set up some more lectures with one of my Facebook friends. Maybe I can ask I for more money. the first Hawaiian-based Facebook friend I could find, <laughs> the wonderful Janet Kira, Kira Lesson. She put me up at her home, she and her wonderful husband, Dr. Sasha, or Alexander Sasha Lesson set me up in their home on Maui, uh -huh. north of Wailuku, and then Janet organized What kind of sheets did the bed have? Maui. I just toured with Joan Ocean. 400 count. <laughs> and she bailed me out, and I got home. I got back to the mainland based on my earnings as a lecturer. Yeah, you robbed her. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't until I was lecturing on Maui under her auspices that she said, Andy, wait a minute, stop, stop. I said, what is it, Janet? You're full of okay, shit. You were holding a letter <laughs> to get aid and assistance in the field from Navy Secretary Gideon Wells, correct? And I said, yes. And she said, and when you needed aid and assistance then, well, you didn't need any then, but you recently needed aid and assistance in the field, correct? I said, yeah, you put me up in your house, you organized a lecture. Yeah, I was begging was for money on the corner. Take, you know, I, I was able to buy an airline ticket to get back to Los Angeles, go back to Washington State and resume my law practice. You saved me. It was the only time in my life somebody saved my bacon in the field, right? <laughs> she said, well, I have to tell you something, Andy, and everybody here. I am a direct lineal descendant of Gideon Wells, Ooh. the Navy Secretary for Abraham Lincoln. Damn. <laughs> Damn. So this is a quantum photograph of the strangest nature. Here, I did get aid and assistance in the field. Quantum photograph. From the household or family or dynasty, deep. as it were. He really Gideon saved Wells, the biggest Lincoln's twist for the end. He did. He like fucking M. Night Shyamalan that. Kudos. I did not see that coming. Now, it'd be funny if she's like, I'm his descendant, and he never wrote that letter. No, he has no idea who the fuck you are. He says you're a liar. simply a room and elevator a jump room morphed from a box in a cylinder and opened up somewhere else we have no idea how it was operating and we will cover it tomorrow in the mars lecture so those are the eight Ooh, there's a mars <laughs> lecture to go now, with this well, if you I can time travel anywhere Ooh, multiple time loops oh, oh now oh, the okay, audience okay, is interjecting 
couple more uh, issues there. <laughs> How uh, much longer uh, is this going to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, note the time. Oh, the, man, they um, hit him with the wrap it up. Yeah. Time, and I finally realized we had been doing things in summer. Of God, I have so many more slides. In, real time. <laughs> in summer of 1971, and then we went back to New Jersey at the beginning of the summer and experienced a second summer of 71. We then progressed through fall of 71 and time traveled to summer of 73. Just skipping 72? And then back to the beginning of the fall of 71. Why are we only going two years? And we then progressed through summer of 72, lived it in New Mexico, and then progressed, went back to the beginning of the summer and lived a second summer of 72. So I had about an extra year of experience during these four years. Cool. That's why when I went to White Rock... Is that Stephen Jesse, Ventura, oh, Jesse Ventura? That's Jesse the Body Ventura. ...on conspiracy theory. Oh, he was on the show. The woman who owned that house that my dad and I summer sublet... I was a was Navy SEAL. confused when I explained, yes, I lived in your house Of course, in this dude knew Je- was involved with Jesse in Ventura. But that's what my father and I did from our perspective in time space. Okay. Now, because of that, we, because of jumping from fall of 71 in New Jersey to uh-huh. the beginning of the summer of 73... Uh, in New Mexico. Unnecessarily skipping when, 72. Three weeks into that process, which he later I called went my back mother to. at our home here on 35 Country Wood Drive, Morris Plains, New Jersey. Why Once, did you just dox just, yourself, just man? Fucking unnecessary details. we got back from the summer of 73 that she took the call in the house. Uh-huh. What kind said, of phone, though? be my Rotary? son, Andrew. It is 72. Calling from a secret pro- time travel project in New Mexico, honey, because she opened the kitchen door and said, because you're right downstairs playing. Oh, and I see. Went, and hung up the phone. He prank called his own mother from the future. <laughs> she was Damn, talking that's me on the hilarious. Phone from 1973 in New Mexico while w- watching me play by myself silently down in the rec room. That's good stuff. Okay. Now, how did that happen? Because we Our tax dollars at work. It, it was able to happen because you had a fucking schizophrenic break. You don't understand. This <laughs> was deep happened. research on so prank calling throughout the millennia. Dimensions actually are. That's the only way you can now, change the past. Here are some things. Just ICUP. Quickly, during sort of the Nixon administration. <laughs> Experimentees. Do we want to keep or going no, let's, or let's do go, we? Uh... No, let's go first into why children. I think he's going to have to we wrap his own shit up here. Okay. The, me- mental and physical, um, the mental and physical effects of teleportation. Yeah, we know. Diabetes. Children, like the, the first children to, to use us as proxies. Well, what if they introduced teleportation of the president, the vice president? And oh, the so they family. were just like testing so we radiation were, on uh, them? We were yeah. necessary participants. Rad. He got radiation we diabetes. Viewing, we were tabula rasa, and we were expected to be able to see things more clearly. I like now he can get through these slides in 30 seconds. <laughs> so let me start over again. We were experimentees. Let me take it from the top. The <laughs> no, we're going back to slide one. Just bill me for the extra time. We my father was a man who had sex with my mother. By the would at least once. I was born at a very young age. We were viewees in the sense that we were top tabula rasa, and they wanted to rely on our keen childhood perceptions to gather intelligence data. We always got to go back we to child labor. For time travel as adults. It's affordable. Now, what I mean, they're apparently just the better. Early, um, maybe we should just stop here. I'll go through, just give you a kind of a... <laughs> I agree with you. He's Let's cutting himself there. He cut himself off. Now, the video actually has 20 more minutes, but I think we've gotten everything we need to out of uh, Half Dolphin Man. They're going to have to drag him off that stage. He is finishing this PowerPoint. I'm, uh, you know what? I kind of like him. He was he he came with some heat towards the end. He came with some good facts. He had some twists. He should probably he should probably time his powerpoints a little better next time so we can uh, not go over time. I think uh, I think I I'll, I'll try and hunt down some more videos on him. I really want to hear him talk about being a dolphin. That's really what my goal is. Is I want to find that info. Does, does he discuss that openly? 
I mean, he has to have for someone to mention the fact that he's a dolphin. It got mentioned somewhere. I don't know if he's talked about it in public or recorded it. Maybe he's like sensitive about it. He doesn't like talking about it. It does make you sound like a fucking lunatic. I mean, it's either that or he's using it for his book. Could be. Maybe that's... His book is going to be fucking 900 pages long. I may have to dip into the book. It's going to be just an appendix of addresses he used in Google. <laughs> to discover, I got to discover the man behind the dolphin DNA. Yeah, it's amazing. He went through an entire presentation and didn't mention once how he turned into a dolphin. Probably, I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say he knew that would be a bad look during his presidential run. That's true. They could use that as blackmail. You know, Roger Stone would have a field day with that. They could probably also use him saying he was at the Gettysburg Address against him. He's bought and paid for by Big Dolphin. But <laughs> but SeaWorld's running his campaign. Ooh, maybe he played a part in that documentary Blackfish to free his brethren. I was about to say, he must fucking from hate. From the slave, the slave-like conditions of SeaWorld. He must hate SeaWorld so much. Well, I would give anything to see his campaign videos, though. Uh, I think we just watched one. Because if you just been like, trail. I came back in time to save the future. <laughs> Vote for me. Now, I don't exactly know how you make the half-dolphin thing work. Maybe he presents himself as a minority. Uh, yeah. A different kind of Blue Lives Matter. I, I think, I would guess if we listened to more talks by this guy he probably has some very unique thoughts on his origin story if we go to one of his talks we should bring like fish <laughs> just to see if we can get him to like get distracted see, by we, uh, see what he's most interested like the same way they pick the new buddha whether they bring all the old like belongings of the buddha and yeah. the kid's supposed to pick one out we do yeah. that but with like dolphin things we'll bring like a one of those beach balls they have them nose i mean that would be the best way to really identify him you gotta actually jump for this fish do a black backflip. So what did we uh, what did we learn from Mr. Baziago? Apparently, you just need to spin on your head thirty three times and then black out, and then you're in the future. Which, uh, yeah, kinda, I guess that's kind of how it works. Not entirely wrong. Well, with that in mind, uh, I also know what Donald Rumsfeld's nickname is, and that he liked to drink. <laughs> What all that fucking pointless information that could have been a twenty-five minute presentation if he just cut out the uh, the fluff. I mean, he finished his the last like half of his PowerPoint in like fifteen minutes. Next time we're gonna find a video that's a bit shorter by him. <laughs> I couldn't find one that was as good as this one, so you know we we jumped into the deep end. I wasn't disappointed by this. No, he 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 came with. He some, was pretty good. Some I'm always a fan of time travel. He's the only other person I've heard who says you can time travel by spinning. <laughs> well, with that in mind, I'm going to go spin around in my bedroom until I wake up in a different era. Yeah, this is how we're going to travel to the future. Blacking out. Hootie hoo. Mom out. <laughs>